yo, welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Homies. <laughs> what was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this man jumped like it was like a scary movie. He said, oh shit, we, we recorded? <laughs> we live. But yeah, man, Wrestling with the Homies. I'm the homie Quan. And it's all, you know, y'all know what I'm about to say. I say it, it every like week. As always, I'm joined by my good friend Jay Cooley. Here we in here, and my boy Sylvain the Don, aka Sylvain A. Smith, aka the man who's always mad. My angry boy Sylvain the Q was good, bro. Yes, sir. What's going on, y'all? I'm embracing this. Uh, you know, I'm always mad. Angle the angle. I like this. This feels good. <laughs> wow. Is it the angle? Could be, you know. I don't know if it's an angle, man. You know, I'm you not, know when angles turn into real life, it, that, it might I'm be one of that, those. I'm not that angry in real life. You'd be I? mad. You'd be. I'd be mad though. I do be mad. You'd be mad. You was mad at Tony earlier in the week. That doesn't count. I'm always mad at Tony. Always <laughs> mad at Tony. That doesn't even count. That's like a cheap. Right. That's like a cheap shot. Right. But what's good with y'all, man? How, how y'all feeling, man? I know Cooley was sick. I'm man. sick. Yeah, my brother's what's going sick? on. I'm at the end of it. You're at the like, end? I'm, I'm like I'm like a week and five days in it. I just got to clear the congestion out. And I'll be Bro, good. a week and five days, man? Yeah, man. That's a long time. That's a long uh, time, dog. So I was, I was, the most of it I felt was Sunday. Sunday, Monday, I was, I couldn't even stand to walk to the bathroom, man. It was bad. But since then, I'm, I'm feeling all right. I feel like give me a couple more days and I'll be back. But um, yeah, man, um, I be getting sick. I get sick a lot. I get sick a lot. I hate it, but a lot, bro. Right, wow. like, and I was I, I I went and got a checkup, and Doc's pretty much told me that I just need to slow down because I'm I'm always moving, I'm always doing something. I don't give myself self enough time to heal and rest. It it just I feel like I get married to that whole grind mindset. You know that mindset that has plagued our community for the last twenty years because everybody likes to glorify it, like oh, just work, 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 work. We can sleep when we dead. Like, all that bullshit. Yo, that's terrible for you, man. You got to get your rest in, bro. <laughs> you got to allow yourself time to recuperate. You can't just be grinding all the time, bro. So that's what I'm trying to learn for this new yeah, year. I'm going to sit my sleep, eyes down. Man. You said what? Yeah, for real. I say you need that eight hours of sleep, man. At least. Uh, eight is eight a lot, though. I try. I try. Get, get them whole foods in, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Get them veggies. Get them grilled meats. You know, Pause. Works. <laughs> Grilled facts. This <laughs> <laughs> facts. Them herbs, man. Them herbs. Peas. Right. Yeah. But man, like, it's hard for me to sit my ass down. I always, I like to be moving. I like to be doing stuff. Like, and we've always been like this since college. Because Cooley, I, you remember when we used to go to parties that would get shot up, and we would go to another party oh. right after, just because it's like we needed to be doing something. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible, man. Yo, we have I ever living, like? Lunatics. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, can y'all see me? Am I am I showing clear? A little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Sometimes you without. Okay, okay, okay. In. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Um, have I ever told that story of how we went to that party that got you know no, on his podcast, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, there, I brought it up, so there's no better time to tell it than now, man. So, look, me and Cooley, we went to um, college together, right? We ain't no Sylvan back in these days. This is this is this is before it was wrestling with the homies. It was just the homies, know what I'm saying? And we got a homie named Gary. <laughs> <laughs> 
everybody knows Gary, man. Gary is the most popular cat, but Gary is a hood baby, man. Like he was raised in the hood. He was born in the hood. He loved going to the hood. So whenever we would try to figure out plots for the night, like house party, because we were some house party demons, that boy Gary would always pull up the most randomest hood spot <laughs> for the house party. And we was young and dumb, so you know what? We was always in. So this one night, right, Gary brings us to some random house party. I forget where it was at. Was it like Crenshaw? It was, it was like the Dons or what something. The, I think it was the Dons. It was the Dons. We was in the Dons, man. And like, I ain't know nothing about what the Dons was. Like, I'm, I'm from West L.A., born and raised. So like, I, I stay over in that section. I don't really venture around L.A. like that. So Gary had us out the way. We get to the party, right? And the party is fun. Like, we there, we drinking, we having fun, we doing our thing. At some point during this night, about three, four dudes come walking in in hoodies, and they come storming in, like, they they ready to get shit started, right? I don't recognize this. I'm having fun. I'm dancing, coolly doing this thing. The homie Gary just comes around and just rounds us up, like, yo, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> and we, we like, bro, why? Why are we leaving? We just getting started, you know what I'm saying? So Gary rounds us up. We walk out. As soon as we get to the front line, all you hear is pop, 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 pop. Bro, everybody runs down the street. We all run. And there's like a church on the end of the street, right? Always a church. It's always a church. Whenever you're in the hood, it's always a church. It's a Popeye's on the the corner or it's a church. Mm -hmm. So there's a church. We run into that church church courtyard. We hiding behind statues and shit. And we see the fat homie Matt running. Now, Matt... He's skinny now. Nick Matt's nickname is Skinny Matt these days because he's lost a lot of weight. But back in the day, Matt was a big boy. So Matt come limping down the street running. We over in the courtyard yelling, Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt comes over. He hides behind the statues with us. Cops start circling the block, whatever. All that finally clears out maybe 30, 45 minutes later, right? So we all stand up. We all recapping the night of what just happened. And what's the first thing that comes out of somebody's mouth? So what we doing next? <laughs> and of course, we capped the night off by going to the goddamn hookah lounge. Now, obviously, that was the wrong decision. We definitely should have called it a night and went our dumbasses home at that point. We were young, <laughs> but man. we was young and we were always wanted to be doing something, man. We was just this had to, been, to the, This had to be like 2013. It had to be. It had yeah, to be like around. 2013, 2012. Ten, ten years ago. Sheesh. Wow. And like the moral of the story is. Don't be like the homies, man. <laughs> know when to call it quits and go home and, and go to sleep, man. You ain't always got to be outside running around trying to figure out what to get into because we was some wild boys, man. Like, I think about these stories sometimes and I'm like, yo, we are blessed to be sitting here on this podcast doing this because there man. have been so many times in our past where it could have went left. That's L.A. for you, man. L.A. is... It gets crazy like that. It's crazy right. out here. Yeah, right. Man, it's too much going on out here. I'm, I'm, hey. So if Sylvan was out here, what is back then, man? You would, you probably be a different person, bro. Yeah, I, oh, yo, for <laughs> sure. I, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast if I, if I was raised in LA. That's facts, <laughs> we were, bro. We were so wild boys, man. But shout out to the homie Gary and shout out to my homie Matt, man. Shout out Matt. We're, we're Matt at. We're, how Matt doing, man? Yo, Matt cooling. We are here. Matt yeah, chilling. He's solid. He's solid, he's solid, solid, he's solid. Skinny Matt now. But yeah, that was that was my random story for the week. I don't know why that even crossed my mind. It just, <laughs> I felt like I should tell it. Like, why not? 
but yeah, man. Other than that, what's good with y'all, man? It's been an interesting week in wrestling. A lot of a lot of uh, crashing out. Yo, a <laughs> lot of a lot of uh, cocaine tweets. <laughs> My boy, cocaine Tony, man. Tony broke the the biggest rule in the IWC. You never hinder gender, bro. Why did he hinder gender? Why he do that? Why did he do that? It's the most I've ever heard gender's name, bro. It's kind of right. crazy. The modern Look, day Maharaja. <laughs> Respect that Yo, man. I, I, I honestly got to defend Tony Khan this week, though. I'm, I'm, I got to. I got oh, to. Of course. I got to hear this. I got to. Wait, before I get into that, though, did y'all see the story about MVP knocking out Chris Jericho, bro? Yeah, I had no that. idea that happened. <laughs> Shout out to MVP. MVP, please come on this podcast and give us that story, because I, I really want to know what led to you socking out <laughs> Chris Jericho <laughs> on a cruise, bro. <laughs> Chris uh, Jericho KK Cole got his ass knocked out, man. Let's Yo, get it. Chris cracking. Jericho's been having a tough week. Yo, it's as been he should. ugly for him, man. He's he still got a job. Yeah, of course he do. Mm, racist. Mm, Very mm. racist. Very racist man. Damn, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to put the racist jacket on. Yeah, him. we know. We already know what time it is, man. Hey, but Break the where, did, where did that come from, bro? I'm just saying, bro. You know, we know the vibes, man. We know the stories. We heard the tales, man. It's it's nothing new, bro. We we know he don't he don't rock with the you know. Yeah, he play a, is, man. Did he play a KKK member in a movie? Yes, in he a sure movie. Did. He sure and did. Yes, it was, was a it was a post. It was like, like Jay inside of Bob, right? Yeah, strikes. Uh, not strikes back. It was the reboot, which was really fire. Yeah, it was really. It, fire. Was, it was fun. It was funny. Yeah. Wow. We saw that. We saw that together, didn't we? Didn't we like all go to movies and watch? I that? don't know, man. Probably. Uh, I don't remember. I feel like we all, we literally all went to the like the whole, <laughs> we, all of the uh, homies yeah, went to the movies did. and saw that. Yes, we did. We probably did. Uh, the one thing I remember, we we went and saw uh, the Marvel Marvel homie uh, Shang Chi Shang Hai, whatever it's called. Yeah, that joint was fire. It was. Oh, yeah, I was, was going to say, why are you reacting like that, bro? That yeah, I went think crazy. we did see this. Quite, you know why I'm reacting like that? I think we did. See <laughs> That's some homie talk, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to everybody that was there. Shout we, out to everybody we, that was there. Everybody that was there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a definitely an insider that we're not yeah. gonna get into on this podcast. Straight but, uh, up. <laughs> man, you an idiot, <laughs> You an idiot, Sylvan. But man, I yeah. guess we gotta get into Tony Khan, man. I guess we gotta get into Tony, Tony Khan. Khan man. Yes, we do. So Tony. if you've been living under a rock again. Not even what what was it? Eight days? Not even eight days into the new year. My boy Tony Khan already crashing out on Twitter. He's already starting fights. He's already going at <laughs> tw- <laughs> what what is it? Bird av- bird avatars and anime avatars. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan, man, Tony Khan, you embarrassing us again. But um, I gotta defend you this week. So look, if you've been in, living under a rock and you didn't see the interaction, I will give you a recap of what happened. Right. So Raj Giri. And shout out to Raj Geary. Why is Raj Geary randomly involved in all this? Like what? randomly, random as like, hell. Why? Like why did Raj Geary jumpstart this? So, um, <clears throat> obviously, Jinder Mahal has been announced for a match next week on Raw. He's going to get a title shot against Seth Rollins, right? Raj Geary tweeted that the match makes sense because there's history there. I guess. Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal faced each other for the NXT title like years ago. So there was history there, right? The USA Network being petty threw a jab at AEW and they replied, what was the cage match rating? 
Now, obviously, Tony <laughs> Khan had been under fire recently because he referenced cage match ratings, try, trying to tout the success of his show. And obviously, Cage Match is a, a website that appeals to the very neckbeardiest of neckbeards on the Internet. So USA Network was trying to be pretty, and they tweeted, what was the cage match rating? And Tony Khan saw this, and he did not like it at all because Tony Khan replied, a moral victory for USA is one more win than their world title challenger Jinder Mahal has had in the past 364 days because it's been literally a full year since he won a match. You really put AEW in our place getting Jinder Mahal in a big match on your TV show. Do it more often. Tony Khan, bro, that was unnecessary. That was very unnecessary. But then Tony Khan followed that up with another mm -hmm. tweet. And he goes, a double standard. Hook is 28-1. and one. He's on a winning streak. And he calls out the champ. A logical challenge. And it sparks a debate online. Jinder Mahal has literally lost every single match he's had for the last year. He immediately gets a title shot. Where's the rage? Hashtag AEW Dynamite tomorrow on TBS. <sighs> now, Tony Khan, <clears throat> you were definitely wrong for this because uh, it just looks bad when somebody in your position takes shots at a wrestler, like someone that is in the field. You never do that, man. You just never do that because it's nasty. It's like if McDonald's takes shots at Burger King, we all get it. We all understand. We all laugh. But if the CEO of McDonald's went on Twitter and took shots at like a random cashier that works at Burger King. At that point, it becomes nasty because it's like, why are you with your stature coming at a guy like that? Like, it's just it makes no sense. But to be honest, like I said earlier, I got to defend Tony Khan on this. I have mm. to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I have to because number one, it's not like he was wrong. Let's be honest. Jinder Mahal getting a title shot <laughs> against Seth Rollins makes absolutely no sense. It makes no <laughs> sense. It makes absolutely no sense, especially considering we're, what, two weeks away from the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. What is the Royal Rumble match, right? The Royal Rumble match is a match where 30 men get into that ring and they fight for the right to challenge for the world title. If the Royal Rumble match is upcoming, why are we giving a guy who has lost every single match for the past two years a random title match just off the strength? Just off the strength of being Jinder Mahal two weeks before the Royal Rumble, we're just going to give you a match for the title. It just it, it makes no sense. It steps on the Royal Rumble, and it, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. So it's not like Tony Khan lied. Second reason I got to give Tony Khan a little bit of grace on this, it's not like he said something crazy. It's not like he went on Twitter and called Jinder Mahal a bitch. It's not like he went on Twitter and called Jinder Mahal's mom out her name. All he said is that Jinder Mahal is on a losing streak and he's getting a title shot. Like, where's the lie, bro? I'm from the era of DX pulling up on WCW's tapings in a tank and challenging them to a war. Y'all remember that? Because I do. Of course. I'm from an era... <laughs> of Eric Bischoff going live on Monday Night Nitro and reading the results from Monday Night Raw so that you don't have to watch that show. He would go live on his show and read the pre-taped results of WWE's show. That's the era that I'm from. I'm from an era where Vince McMahon was so bothered by WCW that he created parodies of their wrestlers. Y'all remember Goldberg? Longest win streak in wrestling history. 
Vince McMahon didn't like that. So Vince McMahon took an old guy named Gilbert and he made him a Goldberg parody on his show. He had a fake Goldberg entrance. He had the sparklers and he would lose every single match. That's the era that I'm from. And now y'all crying over tweets? A tweet? What happened to the game I love? What happened to the game that I love? But the main reason that I got to give Tony Khan some grace on this is because it was effective. It was effective in promoting the show. And let's be honest, fellas. Let's be, I see you rolling your eyes, Sylvan. Cooley, answer this question for me. Look, let's take all trolls out of it, all podcasting out of it. Answer this question truthfully for me. Before this tweet, did you know that Samoa Joe and Hook were wrestling for the AEW world title? Because I, I no watch AEW faithfully. <laughs> I'll be in front of the TV every single Wednesday when Dynamite is on. I had no idea Samoa Joe and Hook had even crossed paths, let alone would be wrestling each other for the world title. The only reason I know that match even exists is because of these tweets. So shout out to Tony Khan, man. Keep crashing out because, if anything, you've given us more content for our podcast. And we love content because there's some weeks when we come on this podcast and it's like, yo, ain't shit going on. What are we about to talk about? So, Tony Khan, I appreciate you for that. Keep crashing out. I got to give you some grace. Am I wrong? Crash out king. Are you are y'all really mad at Tony Khan for this? I'm not mad at this guy. It's just <clears throat> why? Why are you worried about somebody else's bookings and promotion? Like why? Why does See, he have to be on Twitter? That's and that like was, the number one question. Right. And that was what the the weirdest thing about it was for me. Cause it was like Tony Khan is running his own show. So what reason is there for you to even be worried about <laughs> who is facing Seth Rollins on Raw? Like, that's for us fans to be upset about. That's for us fans to argue about. You, as Tony Khan, shouldn't even be watching WWE's product because you shouldn't even care about what they're doing. So why are you complaining about it? Oh, he took his anger out. I We know why he's mad. Oh, what you mean? He, he, he must have lost a, a deal or something. Oh. He's taking his, <laughs> something must have happened. I don't know. Maybe so that was my theory. That was my theory. My theory was that, you know, <laughs> we've been hearing a whole lot of Mercedes to AEW recently. And out of nowhere, it's, it seems like that might have fell to the wayside. And it's like, maybe Tony Khan is just very irritable right now because that fell through. And he took it as a shot. Or as a chance to, you know, <laughs> go at the competition. Hey, but like I said, man, it was effective in advertising the show because before these tweets, I had no idea that Hook and Samoa Joe were going to wrestle. And now I'm actually looking forward to Hook versus Samoa Joe. We all know what the result's going to be. Obviously, Samoa Joe's going to win, but I'm here for it now. So I can't be mad at Tony Khan for crashing out. Hmm. I don't think Seven like this one bit. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, <clears throat> I'm not surprised. This isn't surprising behavior. <laughs> it's not I like mean, Tony Khan doesn't crash out every what three weeks average on Twitter. On average. Give, what was give, his last crash out? His last crash out was that was the it? NXT. Is that when NXT beat a uh, Dynamite when they had like Undertaker and Cena? That was his yeah. last. That was his last legitimate. <laughs> that was his last oh legitimate God. crash out. 
That so was okay, hilarious. give him grace. We give him like we give him. He, he crashes out every two months, two to three months. Let's let's give him that, right? Look, I, uh, I'm not mad at Tony for what he did. You know, I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. If that's what if that's the if that's what Tony is concerned about and it gets more eyes on his product, um, sure. Here's my thing about Tony, right? Your product is just not in a good place right now. And I don't even want to bring this up. I don't want to bring this up. Do it. I don't want to bring this up. Do it, my brother. But I'm going to bring this up. Tony Khan has had way worse issues going on than being criticized or made poked or made, you know, a joke of for his cage match reference by a USA Twitter account. (laughs) (laughs) He has way bigger issues. Like the fact that he keeps piping in boo. I mean, keeps the fact that they keep trying to cover the booze that Chris Jericho is getting for all of the accusations about his sexual harassment in that company. Yeah. He still has a job and nothing and everything is just moving the way it's been moving. Like the fact that he had a press conference and basically stated past <laughs> the fact yeah. that these allegations were brought to him while he was wearing some ridiculous get up looking like <laughs> looking like Jim Carrey Bro. in 1993 on in living color dressed as vanilla ice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why do you do but that? that's but that's what that's what cocaine billionaires do who don't know how to book wrestling matches. You know, they skate past they skate past the things that are actually really important and they make a mockery of themselves and try to poke fun at things that really don't matter. And I'm not mad at you Tony, but you just keep proving my point. You keep proving my point, which is you're going you're in for the worst 5 years of that company's existence. And we're in year 1. It's just part of the game. So, I think the real issue is that people have a problem with Tony Khan ignoring things that actually matter. The things that the things that he's addressing don't matter. And he's not in a position as a person or as, or even as a company man to criticize or even try to defend his product because he should be defending a lot of other allegations that are vehemently coming towards him. And he's underwater for that. I mean, he's under fire for that. So that's that's number one. Number two. I mean, look, if you if you want to go at if you want to go at. USA Twitter networks, <laughs> you know, and you want to you want to compare Hook versus Samoa Joe against Jinder Mahal versus Seth. Let's just let's just take a step back and, and just observe what we're really talking about. We're we're comparing <clears throat> Samoa Joe versus Hook and Jinder Mahal versus Seth Rollins. These are two of the most who cares matches <laughs> that I could think of in the past decade. Like like bro, do you understand that Jinder Mahal versus Seth Rollins is on a raw? Like do you like do you like do like bro, even if you hyped Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal, bro, you could hype this match to Elimination <laughs> Chamber. You could have the, the... I would not care. I would not care. But you know what you did make me care about, Tony Khan? You made me care about Jinder Mahal. <laughs> you, you, you turned this guy into Roddy Rich, 
with the box. Literally. You literally turned this guy into Roddy Rich. That's man. crazy. And and so <laughs> I just I just I just look at I look at you as someone who like just doesn't see the bigger picture. None of this really matters, bro. Like none of this in the grand scheme, like this match is gonna happen with Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal, and we know what time it is. Jinder Mahal is gonna lose the belt. Seth and Rollins gonna is gonna on. move on, and we're gonna move on. We all know what's gonna happen with Hook versus Samoa Joe. It's a filler match. Hook is gonna lose. He's gonna have another. He's gonna lose to Samoa Joe, and we're all gonna move on. This isn't worth it. And you know how the internet goes. And as far as I'm concerned, you should be way more concerned about how the internet feels about you, because that's who you appeal to. Your competition doesn't care about the IWC. I think but <clears throat> your company is based off of the IWC. So Jeez. I would just think twice, man. I think that was his problem, though. I think that was his problem because, I mean, from what he's saying, apparently there was a lot of backlash when Hook was announced for his title shot with Samoa Joe because apparently people were saying that it didn't make sense. Hook hasn't done nothing to deserve a title shot, so why is he getting it? So when he sees that Jinder Mahal is getting a shot at the title on the other show and nobody's saying a word, I can see why he would feel a way about it. The thing is, I didn't see none of that. Like, like I promise you, most wrestling fans had no idea that Hook was even getting a match with Samoa Joe. Like, we let alone no idea. was criticizing it. So it's like, I don't know what Tony Khan's algorithms look like, but and who's maybe he talking he to? Just, <laughs> who's right? he talking to? Like, like, like WWE fans, or maybe like I don't, like, I don't get it. Like, who is he talking to? His is he talking to his audience? Right, because look, I admit I am habitually online. Like, I'm always online trying to figure out what people are saying about certain things in wrestling cuz I like to be up to date and also like if I'm a, if I have a if I'm if I'm going to have a, a podcast with my boys I got to be on top of my game you know so I like to see what the temperature is with a lot of stuff and I saw nobody saying anything negative <laughs> about Samoa Joe and Hook at all bro like I ain't, I ain't even see niggas talking nobody about cares. that shit. nobody <laughs> knew nobody cared so it's like Tony Khan like I said, it was effective in promoting the match because now I know the match exists and I'm probably going to watch that match. But before that, like, nobody knew this was happening. So, like, why was Tony Khan so upset? Like, I really want to know what his algorithms look like. His For You page must be crazy. It ain't Shawn Michaels' algorithm. Shawn We all know what time it is with that. <laughs> Shawn, HBK, Shawn baby. <laughs> his algorithm looks like mine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But look, like I said, man, this this match that Tony Khan was referencing, it does kind of undercut the whole point of the Royal Rumble a little bit. Because the whole point of the Royal Rumble is fighting for a chance to get a title match. And it's like, we're just giving out title matches to niggas who've been losing for three years? It kind of makes no sense. But at the end of the day, we're going to watch it. It's not that deep. So Tony Khan, chill out a little bit, bro. I love you, but chill out a little bit, man. And you ain't got to... Don't hinder gender. Don't hinder gender. Gender Mahal is, seems like the nicest guy. Like, I understand he's not one of those work rate guys that the internet loves. He's not a Johnny Gargano, but he don't bother nobody. Gender Mahal be minding his goddamn business. So, Bro, why are we? In our own space. <laughs> yeah, so, it's like, well, why are we going online to trash Gender Mahal for no reason? Let him get his title match, man. He just had a big moment with The Rock and he held his own. He looked good in there with The Rock. If it, some people are saying he outshined The Rock. So maybe this is just WWE rewarding Jinder Mahal for outshining The Rock. Or at least being on the same level as The Rock when it came to that promo. 
Like, let's just give him his little reward. If he shows out, if he does a good job, then we can go from there. And if he doesn't do a good job, then he can go back to NXT and managing into share or whatever he was doing. But we ain't gotta we ain't gotta crash out against him, man. And shout out to that USA Network intern. Cause it was probably like a 20-year-old intern that just felt the wrath of Tony Khan out of nowhere. <laughs> he probably was excited as hell, too. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like, man, Jinder Mahal had was basically made to look like a jobber against the Rock. He held his own. He did his stuck dizzle. We hadn't seen Jinder Hall in a long time. And instead of him going away into the banishment of existence, Triple H was like, you know what? Let's just do a title match on Raw. You know, yeah, you'll lose, but like, let's give you your reward. Like, hey, have a have a title match. I mean, this wouldn't be the first time that a title match has been announced literally a week before Tony Khan. Like, you literally, Tony Khan, like, like, the AEW does, I mean, need I remind you about John Moxley's like whole entire reign as champion in AEW? Like the amount he was defending a title against Commander. And I mean, like, I mean, you know what I mean? Mason so I, Wagner or whatever. I mean, so I don't really know who Tony Khan is is talking to. I don't know if he's talking to his fans. I don't know if he's talking to AEW fans criticizing Hook versus which I don't even know if that's a thing. Like I don't, I don't know. But all all it's I'm happening. saying. I think it's happening on Rampage. <laughs> it, it also doesn't help. I don't want to go on a tangent, but it also doesn't help that I don't care about Samoa Joe being champion right now. Um, currently, currently, like I, I don't. It's a I, transition. I, run. It's a. We it's know. really. I really don't care. But I mean, look, I, I, I really do want what's best for Tony. Um, I don't. I don't think Tony wants what's best for Tony. But what can I say? Look, and before we get out of this topic, man, I just want to say. Whoever is running WWE's social media like profiles, they are problematic, man. They yeah. are problematic as hell. Cause this ain't the first time this has happened recently. Like USA Network was under fire for the whole what's the cage match rating thing, which was funny to me. I just Probably thought it was funny. funny. But um the Fox, don't forget about the Fox profile who tweeted a picture of Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits and labeled it them boys. On the anniversary of Jay Briscoe's death, that was yeah, that was kind of nasty because yeah, you know in nasty, the wrestling yeah. community Sheesh. we all know who them boys are, and it's the Briscoe yeah. brothers. So it's like, yeah. yo, whoever's Yikes. running these profiles, y'all gotta <laughs> stop being so goddamn problematic, man. I know it's fun <laughs> to troll. I get it because I was a professional troll at one point. I love the troll, but I, we gotta we can't we can't just be trolling all the time, man. Because yeah. There is a uh, there is a there's a level of trolling that's like right. There's a line, yeah, man. Right, but I just, I want to know how y'all feel at home, man. Was Tony Khan right for this crash out, or was he dead wrong? Should he not have hindered gender? Let us know by, down below. And shout out to everybody who's following. By the way, I um I want to say Jamila Armstrong. She be going hard in the comments. She be yeah, going on YouTube? hard in the comment on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, okay. and the homie um. Damn, I hate when I get on here and blank on people's names. Um, uh, I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to come back to you because you be going super hard in our comments, and I really do appreciate it, and I want to highlight name is, you. Her so name I'm is gonna, Jamila, I'm, you said? Yeah, Jamila Armstrong and the homie. I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to come back to it, but he he be going crazy in our comments, and I want to give him some some shine, you know what I'm saying? Because he deserves it. We got it. our tribe, man. We got our tribe. They be holding the We got same. a homie tribe. That's we got a little up. wrestling with the homies tribe just like yeah. growing up, man. Yeah, That's man. Shout out, shout out to us. Yeah. Shout, shout, out, out, shout, out. shout out to us. 
Cardboard yeah. HD. Shout out Cardboard HD. Oh, my boy Kane B. Kane B be going hard. Um, damn. Ko- Kobashi fan Sam. He be going hard. Oh, shout out to Kobashi too, by the way. Nigel. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Nigel. My boy Nigel. I want to say there was a moment where you commented on probably every video that we had uploaded. Like from episode one all the way to now. So like shit like that. From the bottom shit of my like heart, shit, like shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. The fuck was that? Is that the bang, 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 bang? Shit like that, y'all some idiots, man. Don DeMarco, uh, <clears throat> yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Yo, you know what I want to talk about, man. I what do you t- want to talk about? I want to talk, talk about, about <laughs> hindering gender. Hell yeah, yeah, I want to talk about hindering gender. First off, first Uh-oh. off. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take this back. Um, I wanna say what this is five years ago now since Jinder Mahal was WWE champion. Has it been that long? Dang. It's gotta be, bro. That was it has to be 19, five, right? Two thousand. God damn. It might have been two thousand nineteen or two thousand eighteen. Okay, I think so. I'm not entirely sure. Let's take it back five to six years ago, man. Look, I remember when Vince McMahon sniffed a pound of cocaine and was like, "You know what would be great." If we put this belt on Jinder Mahal before Crown Jewel, so that we have a, so that we can build out our audience, wait, our wait, Indian wait, wait, audience. Wait, 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 wait! I just got to correct you. It wasn't before Crown Jewel. It was before a house show in India. There you go. Absolutely, before a house show in India. Now let's just take a step back and say that's insane. The fact that this was for a house <laughs> show in India. It's actually even worse. This is actually like more <laughs> out of control than like this is this is crazy. So, <laughs> yo, Vince is an absolute maniac, dog. And I, I, I it's, get it though. I, low key, you kind of get it. What a maniac, bro. Anyways, look, I I remember that time, and I remember the WWE universe. I remember wrestling in general. People hated it. We did not like it. Everybody was very upset. About the fact that Jinder Mahal was being basically forced down our throats. Pause, 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 pause. Yeah. But he was being forced down, you know, our throats. We had to actually deal with this guy. Now, to me, I liked him. I like Jinder Mahal. I've always liked Jinder Mahal. I've always thought Jinder Mahal was cool. And the reason I thought Jinder Mahal was was cool was for one reason and one reason only was because of the modern day Maharaja gimmick. I thought that saying, I thought it was fire. I thought there was something there that if it was actually taken seriously, he could be a real serious contender. And he had the look, man. This guy was like, this guy is six foot five at least or something like that, like built like a freaking linebacker. Um, his presentation was amazing, and he he got some pretty solid wins. But the the real the real spoke and us wrestling fans, we basically trolled him out of here. We we basically made fun of this gimmick, and it wasn't because he wasn't good or because he didn't have the look or he didn't even or because he was bad on the mic. It was just because we hated the fact that we knew why this was actually happening. You know, we knew why this guy was being put in position and it didn't feel authentic. That was back when we were still high off of the Daniel Bryans in the world where we wanted things to feel like it made sense because we cared and we were pushing the narrative rather than WWE pushing the narrative. Mm-hmm. So we were single handedly, in my in my opinion, responsible for taking a real legitimate talent, not only 
out of the main not out of not only out of a championship not only out of the main picture main event picture but kind of off of the company this guy hasn't been on tv for a very very long time fast forward five six years later the rock returns the rock returns to a gender mahal gender mahal <laughs> bests this guy on the yeah. mic literally bests this guy you know, gets the arguably, two, arguably, mm, yeah, you know, arguably, arguably, you know, arguably best is this guy. Look, I'm gonna say he bested him. I, I he held his like, own. I, I did he not like the Rock's promo. I think the Rock's promo suck now, but that's just me. But I'm a I, real American. I'm like, Hulk just, Hulk. like, bro, are we doing this? Are we doing this whole? Are we doing this real? Is the Rock really sticking up for America in 2024? Like, is that this is uh... like this is the this is the promo? Anyways, anyways, moving forward. He gets back into the limelight. It's fun. He he gets uh, rock bottomed and spine bustered and does and gets the uh, people's elbow on him. Gets kicked out of the building. Blah 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 blah. We don't hear back from this guy again till next week, and he gets a legitimate title shot against Seth Rollins. Now, arguably, nobody's talking about this. Nobody cares. It's just it's a, another Raw show at you know. Right before uh, the Royal Rumble, we already know the results, and it just seems like it's a cool thing to not completely get rid of Jinder Mahal, considering the fact that he hasn't been around for a long time. And then Tony Khan gets on the internet, he gets on God's green internet, and makes fun, or eh, let, me, let, me, let me run it back. He, he, he defends himself, he defends himself <laughs> for his choices to get Hook versus Samoa Joe and compares it to Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal. Now Jinder Mahal retweets and says, Who the who fuck, the fuck is, hook? is Hook? <laughs> <laughs> said, who the fuck is that? And watch oh, Raw next yeah. week. And the internet <coughs> explodes. We see Hell memes. Yeah, man. Everybody's Hell going crazy. Yeah. You can't hinder the gender. He just bested <laughs> Seth Rollins on the mic. He bested The Rock on the mic. And now we're seeing the revisionist history <laughs> of people saying how well presented he was as a champion, which was not the case with you IWC neckbeards five years ago. But of course, this is just how life goes. Now, mm. the, now he's now he's having a little bit of a resurgence. Uh, he went on, he went on a uh, on an interview podcast and named everything that was happening for him. He's like, yo, I was just one on one with The Rock. I just had I have a title picture with Seth Rollins, and I've been trending on the internet all day yesterday. True resurgence, crazy. I just want to talk about how amazing it is to see how trolling. True, genuine trolling can destroy a career and also revitalize a career. Now, that's not to say that next Raw we're going to see, you know, Jinder Mahal come out, beat Seth Rollins, and he's going to get cheers like the internet has been saying, right? Like the internet has legitimately been saying, you know, making trolls about Jinder Mahal coming out to like <laughs> cheers and Seth Rollins coming out to booze. And we're just like, all right, pal. Like, got, this, is, yo, this is still people, Twitter. This is not the real world. Like, yo, I saw on, a guys. meme where like, uh, y'all know that video where like it's a bunch of black dudes with the radio on the bridge and they're like dancing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, was, like it was Jinder Mahal's theme playing. And it was like, yo, this is going to oh be the internet. God. <laughs> It's like, come internet, on, internet guys. is a wild place, man. It's a wild place, but it's also a powerful place. It's a very, very, very yeah. powerful place. We have seen careers Facts. die. We've seen real careers die um, <coughs> on the internet, right? 
And it's really neat to see that Jinder Mahal is actually getting love because I've always felt felt like this guy was really, really cool. And it's really I think it's just really interesting to see how trolling can not only deter a career, but can revitalize a career. Now, I I got to give my props to Hunter, man. You know, like, let's just we just got to give this guy his roses, man. Like he is he's starting off amazing. The fact that Hunter can make Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. The fact that he can make Jinder Mahal relevant. It wasn't Jin, it wasn't in 2024. That's what I'm saying. It, it, was, it wasn't Tony Khan, maybe. <laughs> it was Tony Khan, yeah. Let let me let who put let, Jinder let Mahal, play. who put Jinder Mahal in a program with The Rock? I mean, you know. No, but who put Jinder after, Mahal in a program with hey, The Rock? Answer his question. It, it was Triple H. Who put Jinder Mahal in a program with Seth Rollins? It was Triple H. Without Triple H, Tony <laughs> Khan has nothing to comment on. <laughs> he has nothing to talk about. There's nothing. There's nothing at all. I'm just saying I really love the fact that trolling can be a positive, beneficial thing. We've seen it in the black community with Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich was dropped dropped the box, and I think I uh, what was his? I think what was Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez had singles at the same time, and mm-hmm. they were fighting for the number one spot. And the black community was like, "Nah, we don't like that. We're gonna put our we're gonna put our eggs behind this black guy, and we're gonna take this record all the way to number one out of spite. We're gonna troll out of spite for success." And I like the fact up. that this has happened with Jinder Mahal. Now, does that mean Jinder is going to be, you know, the, the biggest thing to slice bread? No. But I do like the fact that he does have some type of a career. And I think we need more of that by the wrestling community. We need to be trolling positively more. <laughs> this that's my TED Talk. Trolling can be so toxic, though, at the same time, too. Fast. It can. It can. It can. Yeah. But in this, but in this, in this, in this realm, though, it, it was positive. It was very positive. We're seeing we're seeing an upswing of a very talented wrestler who got counted out for you know basically Vince McMahon forcing him th- down our throats. Pause. I, I don't have another uh, term for that, but yeah. I mean, it was the same way how he was doing us with Roman Reigns. So they was kind of like in the same kind of box at the same time. Facts. Uh, I looked that up. I looked that up. He was champion in 2017. So then he dropped the belt. So what? So that six was like years. six years ago. Six mm-hmm. years. Yep. And then. I think the next well, year after now, that, right? sheesh, seven now. Damn, Dang. yeah, Dang. crazy, crazy. time, bro. <laughs> Damn. And then the next year after that, he, well, I think he was going for the U.S. title. Yep. Or was the icy? One it was U.S. I remember US he had title. it. Yep. Yeah, and he just disappeared. Wow. Yes, but I mean, <clears throat> and let the record reflect. The reason that he lost that title was because Brock Lesnar didn't respect him enough to face him at a crown jewel. He wanted to face Bro, AJ Styles. So can we talk about Brock, man? <laughs> that's what I'm packing up. That's, the next, that's next weekend. Next week. <laughs> next next week or something, bro. Because Brock, as much as we love Brock, he's a legend. He's a goat. But man, he didn't mess up a lot of yes. things yes. as far as people becoming champion and mm-hmm. storylines. Yo, mm-hmm. that's really Vince McMahon, bro. The fact that Vince McMahon let Brock run around like that, I'm yeah. really, glad, I'm really glad Vince is gone, man. He gave unnecessary hey. power to a lot of people. Bruh. I brought this up before when, um, back when we were talking about CM Punk and how Tony Khan was letting the inmates run the asylum. One of my counterpoints was. 
have y'all not been paying attention to what Brock Lesnar has been doing for the last like 10 years? There was a point when Brock Lesnar like beat up a referee outside of the Royal Rumble. I want to say last year. And that was not planned. It was not something that was in the script. It was not supposed to happen. Brock Lesnar just said, you know what? This is something I want to do. So he did it. There's nobody else that can move <laughs> like that. Brock Lesnar just does what the fuck That's he want to do. And it's like, <laughs> how are we criticizing Tony Khan for allowing inmates to run the asylum when Brock Lesnar is over here just running like a maniac, man? But I digress. We'll get into that when we get into that. Just just to bring it back to the topic at hand, uh, Jinder Mahal, we've actually seen... Um, We've seen this happen before in wrestling, like with the whole trolling thing. I feel like wrestling fans love to cheer for things that we feel we're not supposed to be cheering for. Like we hate, <laughs> yeah, like, like wrestling fans, I don't know why, but we hate to be spoon-fed things to like. Like we didn't like Austin Theory when, Tri when Triple H and Vince McMahon were pushing him down our throats. And the reason we didn't like him was because they were pushing him down our throats. Now, when you really look at Austin Theory, he really is an indie darling, like, he came up on the independent circuit. Yeah. He's a great wrestler in ring. He can talk. He has a great look. He's only like 26, 25, something like that. 25. So it's like he clearly has a huge future in front of him. But because Vince McMahon handpicked him and stood next to him, we rejected it. That's just how yeah. we are as wrestling fans. We want to see things organically get over. And we saw this happen with Daniel Bryan. Back when the Yes movement became a thing, it started off as a troll. Like... WWE was not pushing Daniel Bryan the way we wanted them to. So we just started saying yes, yes, yes all through the night. Like we hijacked shows and just chanted yes and <laughs> Daniel Bryan. And it got to the point where like it, it went from a troll to being real life. It was at the point where WWE had to push him because, you know, the fans were just we were clamoring for it. So it happens. I don't think that. Jinder Mahal is going to come out on Monday and get like a standing ovation or anything like that. Like this is definitely still very <laughs> confined to the internet. I would be really, <laughs> yo, I would be laughing so hard if that was Bro. true. I would not. I would, I, I highly doubt it, but if that were to happen, I would. <laughs> There's nothing in life. Hey. I mean, like, yo, there's nothing that I think he's gonna get cheered, man. Nah, bro. There's no way. I think he's gonna get cheered, bro. It's not gonna bro. happen. Look. Bro, if Jenny comes out to cheers, dog, oh my god. He's gonna get bro. cheered, man. He's I have not. a feeling he's, he's gonna not. get cheered. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. The fans in that audience have no fucking idea that any of this happened. They don't know that Tony Khan was tweeting at Jinder Mahal saying that he's been losing. They, they, they have no idea because I don't know, it's man. been gotta... proven that the core of wrestling fans who go to these shows do not pay attention to any of that. Like... Oh. I don't know, man. Cooley been right about a lot of things bro. recently, man. I'm bro. It's like, not happening. <laughs> bro, we've been right about a lot, dog. Like, bro, we've been, we've been going to get, Cooley, man. Nah, like. he's not he's not gonna get cheered against Seth. Bro, Rollins, his bro. whole his whole Instagram is Tony Khan. Like but people are saying, Thank you, Tony Khan. Thank you, Tony Khan. Like, bro, he's bro. That's just the IWC. Look, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Listen, no listen, way. Listen, what is Instagram? Listen, Instagram, bro. Instagram, bro. Right now, hold up. <laughs> No, I believe it. I believe it. But this is just this is just such a small fraction of friends. And it doesn't always translate to real life. Like last month, right? CM Punk wrestled a match against Dominic Mysterio in Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah. The fans in that audience were chanting, You still got it at CM Punk. You know why they were chanting, You still got it? Because in their minds, CM Punk has been at home chilling for the last 10 years. Yeah. Like they weren't even aware. That CM Punk had been wrestling across the street 
for the last five years, literally won the championship over there and just got fired a couple months ago. They weren't aware of none of that because they don't pay attention to all that. All they know is what they see on their screen. So I'm telling you right now, as much as we love this whole Jinder Mahal mania right now and the Tony Khan tweets, them fans that's going to be at Monday Night Raw tomorrow, they don't have no idea that any of this took place. When Jinder Mahal music hits, they going to boo. When know. Seth Rollins music yo, hits, quiet. they going to cheer. Quiet. It's not I don't, I don't know. Yo, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cooley's been right too long. Yo, look. Look, yo, look. Cooley has been right. Cooley, Cooley has been right about everything, dog. Like, everything, bro. Bro, like, why? I don't know, shit. man. Like, bro, I'm wise, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> we that talking be... about Jinder Mahal, bro. Come on, man. It's Jinder I, Mahal, bro. I, I know, bro, but he looks like Burner Boy. <laughs> what? Yo, Cooley dope, dog. <laughs> kind of do look like Burner Boy. Jinder Mahal kind of do look like Burner Boy. The Indian Burner Boy. <laughs> Yo, Cooley dumb, dog. <laughs> Yo, and we were wrong for rejecting him the first time around. I'm going to put that out we there. We were right wrong. Now. Yes, Jinder we were. Mahal, yeah. he is not the greatest wrestler, like, especially in ring. Like, he's obviously not the best, but come on, man. It's Jinder Mahal. He's a good guy. He looks the part. He's 6'4. He's muscular. Like, and he's different. He don't look like every everybody else. I'm. That's one thing I hate about wrestling. Like, as much as I love NXT, it's a lot of guys on that NXT roster that I look like, and I can't distinguish one from the other. It's like yeah, a bunch of true. white dudes that that they all look the same. There's one new white guy right now that looks just like Randy Orton, and I get why WWE hired him because it's like, why would you not hire a guy that looks like Randy Orton? But at the end of the day, it's like I already got Randy Orton. I don't need a young lookalike. But when it comes to Jinder Mahal, nobody else on that roster looks like him. He's such a different guy. Like he's Indian. He's big. He's built. He can talk. He presents himself like a champion. So like. Why were we hating on Jinder Mahal, man? Let's give Jinder Mahal a chance. I want to see the modern-day Maharaja make a comeback. I, I, I want to see the Bollywood boys by his side. And Facts. Bollywood boys. And I miss like, them Bollywood boys, I, I miss man. that. I miss that. <laughs> the modern-day Maharaja. I was like, yep. Yo, and the Bollywood boys were great at taking bumps. Because I remember when um, Randy Orton used to, like, slam their ass on the announce Yo, tables, bro. <laughs> I'm like, God dang. It was that it was one famous meme where he's like, yeah, he yeah. <laughs> so like I was always riding with the modern day Maharaja. I was actually a fan at the time. Now, obviously, Same. we all know I got my my likes. I like what I like. So I definitely wanted AJ Styles to be champion at that time. And I was happy when AJ Styles won that championship from him. But I wasn't mad at the modern day Maharaja. He reminded me of JBL. Like, remember when JBL was Bradshaw, right? He was yep. Bradshaw mm-hmm. in the APA, the Acolytes. And then it seemed overnight he just became JBL when he was world champion. Shots and there was like real. really no right. But there was really no build towards it or anything. It was just like one week he's Bradshaw, and then the next week he was JBL, and then the next week he was champion. And that's kind of what it felt like with Jinder Mahal. It just kind of all happened so sudden. Like one week he was a jobber in the three-man band. The next week, he was the modern-day Maharaja, and then the next week, he was champion. And it was just like, wait, you didn't even give me a chance to, like, really sit with this character or, like, really decipher what was about to happen. You just put the title on this nigga out of nowhere. So, like, I get why there was some backlash. But at the end of the day, I like Jinder Mahal. I like him a lot. I mean, shout-out to Eddie Guerrero, man, because, like, without him, that whole gimmick doesn't even come together. Like, he had to convince JBL that that was like a great idea. And he went to Vince like, bro, you need to give him a shot because this is a main event like character. 
Like, so shout out to Eddie Guerrero, man. And then we got the wrestling god. And, you know, he was running around, you know, chasing uh, Mexicans out, man. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 That was. The JBL might be one of the greatest hills that we've ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> ever, bro. Though yeah, I still go JBL back. I still, wild, I still go back and watch his promos at uh, ECW once the night stand. Like, when oh, he's yeah. on the balcony. Sometimes I just go back and watch, like, wow, this guy was <clears throat> just the greatest. Nah, Paul Heyman definitely cooked him, though, on the mic. What did he tell him? He was like, you're only champion because Triple H didn't want to work Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Like straight up, like, yeah. Hey, God well, He can't damn. go against Paul, man. All right. God Paul wanted the best to ever do it. Yeah, man. No, but, but, you know. But JBL was, JBL was rocking back. <clears throat> it's crazy to look back at things that wrestling fans hated in hindsight and realize just how good they were. Yeah. Like, it's really insane because, like, JBL was catching so much hate from wrestling fans back then online. And it's like, we were really hating on one of the best hills of ever lived, bro. Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> all time. And I remember, I remember there was like, you know, y'all know the internet way back machine where you can go back and like read like old like posts from message boards and stuff from like the early 2000s or like the late 90s. I remember on some wrestling forum, someone posted one and it was like, literally a message board from like the attitude era like 1999 2000 and people were on there like hating on kurt angle bro like kurt i guess this was when kurt angle was like a rookie in in, in pro wrestling and people were hating on the, the kurt angle character and saying that like it was forced and it was corny and i'm like damn did they know how wrong they were bro golly bro, bro. it's and super wrong and that was the point it was supposed to be forced and corny he was supposed to have like, right his olympic gold medals like He's like, yo, he's proving your point. Like, you're supposed to hate this guy. But imagine hating on Kurt Angle's rise, only for him to become, like, one of the greatest of all time. Of all time. You got to have hate, man. It's you probably, hate. that's probably taking place right now. It's probably a wrestler that everybody shits on right now. Like, I don't know, Lexus King or something. That's probably going to end up being one of them, hey, like, man. a one of one type dude. And it's like, yo, I used to hate that guy. <laughs> now he's one of the greatest ever. I wonder. We'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. But, uh... <laughs> What fifty cent say? I need the hate. <laughs> I thrive off hate, baby. I'm still, I'm still hating on uh, Lexus King. I'm coming around. Bro, to Lexus King though. gonna be one of them. Yeah, he, he is. Be one of he them. is. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I was. I was. He is. But you know, that's how I move, though. You know, I, I gotta hate on you first, man. <laughs> right, <laughs> man. We know? got a podcast, so we gotta hate, brother. Yeah, come on, man. You know, got the game. Yeah. Come on. You gotta man. get the hate before you get to the love, man. Facts. Everybody, you know, what 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 they say, love and hate is the same thing, man. Same thing. Or it can be like the Dark Knight, you know? You can die and be a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. villain. That's what's happening with Chris Jericho right now. Ish. Man. Should have retired, baby. 360. Mm. (laughs) We all loved Chris Jericho at one point. Yeah. Bro, his... his return's my favorite. That's my one of my favorite returns, bro. Right. Yeah, man. No, maybe it's not return. I even like the return. Remember the list? You just made the list. Like that was oh, yeah. incredible to me. But he's lived long Stupid enough to idiot. see himself become a villain. Damn. But yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully, Jinder Mahal is on that same trajectory. Hopefully, we'll look back one day and be like, "Wow, we used to hate on Jinder Mahal, and he really became one of them guys." Yeah. I, I hope so because I really do like Jinder, but um. I want to hear from y'all at home, man. Are y'all on on board with the, with gender mahal mania? Is that what we're calling it? You can't hinder the gender. 
Mahal mania. <laughs> Mahal mania. You can't hinder gender. One of the biggest stars overnight because Tony Khan and Triple H were beefing on Twitter. Bro, I can't believe <laughs> it. Yo, if gender Mahal becomes a mega star because, because not of Tony happen, Khan, yo, it's not going to happen. Yo, Quan, look, man. Cooley's been are, right <laughs> about a lot of things, dog. I'm kind of scared, are just, man. We are habitually uh, habitually online, and that's why we believe this. But Jinder Mahal is going to come out to crickets slash slight booze, man. It's not – trust me, man. Trust me. Ain't nobody going to be in there passionate about Jinder Mahal because they saw Tony Khan tweet. Tony Khan ain't got pulled like that. They, want, they, want, to prove Khan, to, they want to prove Tony wrong so bad, so they're going to cheer. I don't know, man. We're we, we going to see, man. We're going to see, man. I'll take my but, if it don't happen. Hey, no. And, and if it does happen, I will gladly come on this podcast and admit I was wrong. Like I've always done because I've been wrong about a lot. And every time I'm mm. wrong, I come on this podcast and I say, hey, I was wrong. I mean, I was the main one saying CM Punk was not coming back to WWE. And yeah, Lord knows yeah. that that shit aged it's like milk. Man, Cooley knew too. He was like, man, that man coming back to Chicago. I was like, bro, man, it's only right. It's like That's like the perfect story, man. I was wrong. Mm, I, I thought be- he was coming back at the Rumble. I didn't think he was coming uh, back at all. Wrong. I thought this <laughs> I thought this shit would never happen. I feel like Cooley just be guessing, man. Cooley be getting lucky, bro. Nah, man. Cooley be getting knowing, lucky. bro. Cooley be knowing, man. I'm I'm, I'm convinced now, well, dog. Cooley if, be if, knowing. if I'm getting lucky, I need to get lucky on prize picks. <laughs> oh my God. I'll take it L's. Bro, I gave up. I've been I haven't been on prize picks in like two weeks because it's been nothing but L's for me. <laughs> hey, I, I'm I'm looking like Jinder Mahal on prize picks, just L, 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 L. And then Ooh, I might yeah. get a title match. <laughs> More L's what than Todd James. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that? This man just started singing LA Night theme song. LA Night's theme song. Oh, yeah. Hey, speaking of LA Night. Speaking of LA Night. Speaking of LA Night. Brings us to our next topic. Fellas, like I said, man, I am habitually online. I, I hate to admit it, but I'm always on Twitter. I'm always on Instagram because I love to stay up to date on what's going on with wrestling. And right now, it sounds like the streets are talking. What are you looking for, bro? I was looking for my <laughs> bottle of water. I didn't bring it with me. <laughs> what are you doing? I got mine right here, baby. <laughs> I got mine right here. But no, right now, the streets are talking. And the streets are saying that LA Knight is falling off. Whoa. They're saying that LA Knight's momentum has stalled. Fellas, do we agree with this narrative? Is the IWC correct? Has LA Knight fallen off? Have they I been think, to a show? <clears throat> I know, right? Like, I I feel like LA Knight is still getting very loud reactions, and like people are still very much behind LA Knight. But I can see why people are saying this because at one at one at one moment, LA Knight was like the hottest name in the entire industry. Like everybody couldn't get enough of LA Knight. That's all everybody wanted to talk about on podcasts. You go to live shows, everybody's just screaming out, yeah. At one point, he had four of the top five selling shirts in the company. Like, he was the hottest thing going in pro wrestling. But, you know, at the end of the day, I know we like to say that Tony Khan treats wrestlers like toys. He'll get a new toy. He'll play with it. He'll be obsessed with it. And then he'll throw it away for a new toy. We love to say that Tony Khan is like that, but... Honestly, wrestling fans are the same way, man. The wrestling fans are the same way. I'm sorry. Like, we loved LA Knight at that moment. We were all obsessed with LA Knight at that moment, but a lot has happened since then. Like, for one, Too CM much. Punk returned to the company. Yep. Yeah. Something that nobody thought would ever happen. CM Punk returned to the company. 
So obviously we were all obsessed with that. We kind of forgot about LA Knight a little bit. Randy Orton returned. We can't forget Randy Orton. He's one of the biggest stars in wrestling history. We kind of forget that because his return was kind of overshadowed by CM Punk's. But Randy Orton also returned. So obviously he's moving a whole lot of merch right now. The Yeet movement caught on. Nobody saw Jay Uso's Yeet catching on the way it has. But like Yeet is so over with the crowd that, you know, it's little white kids out there screaming out Yeet. <laughs> no Yeet. So right now Jay Uso is hot. And oh my God, our truth. Oh <laughs> my our God. Our truth is, bro. Who, who the hell saw this coming? Our truth and Judgment Day has become the new version of the bloodline of Sami Zayn. Basically. Right now, what they're doing is so over with the crowd. Our truth has two of the top five selling t shirts in the company right now. So basically, what I'm saying is. The reason it feels like LA Knight's momentum has cooled off and LA Knight has fell off a bit is because we just got obsessed with other things. Like Jay Uso got hot, Randy Orton returned, CM Punk returned, R Truth got hot. We're all obsessed with those things. So it's easy to forget about LA Knight. LA Knight went from being the guy to uh, just another guy. At one point, LA Knight was feuding with Roman Reigns in the top spot of the company. Right now, he's in a, a fatal four way match at at rumble right so he's just another guy in that match so oh it's it's, it's easy to forget how yeah. hot he is but he's still hot bro like let's not Listen, pretend like la Knight has fallen off bro he's still hot he's just I, not the I, guy right now i hate to bring another era into this but i want to compare this current era to the attitude era uh i feel like we're in that kind of phase right now there's too many hot wrestlers that's going on at this moment and a lot of the internet is relying on this merch list so if they don't see L.A. Knight's name on his merch list, he's fell off. I was just at a house show two, three weeks ago, man. That man has not fallen. Like, it was loud. I was like, whoa, this is insane. That was my first time seeing him. I'm like, bro, this is right. insane. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever thought that his merch's been sold out? And that's probably why he's not on the list? Maybe. Mm. That's, that's, that's a possibility. I don't know about all that. I he's has not he, has, he hasn't had new merch in a long time, so maybe it's just been sold out. Yeah, but Cody Rose ain't had new merch either, and he's still be moving. <laughs> Damn, LA Knight, I was trying to... <laughs> but, no, but the thing is, right, like like I said, right now, Jay Uso is just having a moment. Like, nobody predicted Heat would catch on like this. Hate it. Nobody predicted that R-Truth would be a part of Judgment Day, and it would just get over to the point where R-Truth was the top seller. I don't think R-Truth has ever been the top seller in WWE as far as merch. And right now, R-Truth is selling more merch than anybody because that Judgment Day thing with R-Truth is over. They're having moments. Just let them have their moment. Ain't nothing wrong with somebody else being able to get plugged into that top spot. That don't mean that LA Knight is not hot anymore. It's just other people hotter right now. I really love the Judgment Day, bro. Oh yeah. I love the man. Sylvan. Has LA Knight fallen off, man? No. Your guy. People don't under- momentum stalled. No, people don't understand the co- definition of falling off. That's just number one. Like, let's just keep that. So aside. what's the definition? Definition what of be, what would be falling off? What would be, what would what would LA Knight falling off actually look like? LA Knight falling off would be him maybe feuding with LA Knight falling off would be him feuding with Austin Theory in a no contenders match and not being listed at the Royal Rumble at all. 
that would be a fall off. Hey, that that might be his reality for um, WrestleMania. <laughs> it's not his reality at WrestleMania. We always he might not hey, look, be at WrestleMania. You don't, you don't have a guy. You don't have a guy who's headlining the Royal Rumble in a fatal four way with. He's not headlining he, the Royal Rumble. The I mean, Royal Rumble is headlining the Royal Rumble. He's well, he's still, he's, still main, he's still the main. He's still the he's still the main. Throwaway. He's still the head. It's still the headline. <laughs> Throwaway. Match. Still the headline match of Royal Rumble. Besides the Royal Rumble, because we all know the Royal Rumble always headlines it, but. Yeah. We already know, like, you don't get on a fatal four-way with Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles and say, you're falling off. Like, you don't, that's not a, that's not a but fall off. To, to play devil's advocate, though, if I got the hottest, if I got four of the highest selling t-shirts in the company, right? And then two months later, I have zero. If I'm Yo, the hottest your, name your in argument, the company. Your argument right, doesn't no, even make listen, any look, look, look. No, it doesn't no, matter, if, I already know what you're trying to say. You know I, what I mean? Okay, if I'm the hottest guy in the company, in the industry, like bar none, right? One month. And then three months later, there's five other guys hotter than me. Mm-hmm. How did I not fall off? And that's okay. just me playing devil's advocate because I know um, I don't think LA Knight has fallen off. But I'm just just making the argument how it. There is no argument. There is no argument. Did Cody Rhodes fall off? He's not in that top 10 list. Is that yeah, you, is but Cody. Oh yeah, but he, but he, yeah, but Cody, Cody Rhodes, is Cody, Rhodes. It's Cody, Cody Rhodes, Rhodes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the show is built yeah, around Cody. L.A. Knight and L.A. Knight is L.A. Knight. I don't know what Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah, he's in the Royal Rumble, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna lose that Royal Rumble. Yeah, because he's not falling win. off. Because Punk's gonna win. Is he falling hey, off? You don't want. You don't want my has actual Punk, thoughts on this. Has has, has, <laughs> has Cody Rhodes been in a title contenders match since WrestleMania? No. Not at all. Yeah, but the but the show is centered around Cody Rhodes. I'm just saying Let's that just I'm just saying that the show's not centered around LA Knight. But this right isn't now, a LA Knight, this LA isn't Knight a is one off. guy in a this fatal four way fall match. Off. This isn't a fall off. It's not. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, he's not, and he's not just in a fatal four way match. You keep like you keep saying that he's he in is, he though. is in the fatal four way match with. Four yeah, of but the he's, hottest but he's one guy wrestlers in the match in the world. Where, this is not. Roman I don't Reigns know what I don't know what Cody Rhodes is doing. LA oh, Knight. I'll tell you what Cody Rhodes is doing. He's gonna go to the Royal Rumble and lose to I'll a tell you guy who doing. just came back after being retired for ten years. If that's not a fall off, pal, and then I don't know what is. I don't know what one is. I don't know what one is. So don't come on this podcast telling me that LA Knight. One of the hottest wrestlers in the world is falling off. You are delusional. You're out of your mind. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But, but really listen to what you just said. L.A. Knight, one of the what? One of? One of the what? One of. One of. One of, right? Cody At Rose point, isn't the hottest. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just saying. Let me, my, let me land. Let me land. Buka land. Let me land. land. Let me land. land. You just said L.A. Knight is one of the hottest wrestlers in the world, right? At one point, he was the hottest wrestler in the world. So going from the hottest wrestler in the world to one of, is that not a small fall off? And then in that in that case, then Cody Rhodes is falling off. You don't want to know my real thoughts on Cody Rhodes because I don't give a goddamn about Cody Rhodes. And y'all know that. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying these aren't truths. These aren't real <laughs> truths. These things aren't riddled in truth. It's riddled all right, in so, all speculation. These so, aren't real fall offs. All right, so if I'm the hottest if I if I'm the hottest rapper in the world, right? Like <clears throat> my albums are just selling out every time they drop, they selling out. I'm the hottest rapper in the world, right? Drake. Fast forward two more years, and now I'm just 
one of the hottest um, rappers, but I'm not the hottest anymore because there's like four other rappers that kind of took my spot and they're hotter than me right now. Did I not fall off a little bit? No. Drake has had many times where he's <sighs> dropped an album and he wasn't the highest selling person that year. Did he fall off? Is he still not one of the hottest, if not the Nigga, hottest A lot in of the people world? will tell you Drake has fallen off a bit. Jay-Z has Jay-Z has literally never had the highest selling album of any year. Did Jay-Z okay. fall off? Yes, nigga. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> lyrically? Are we talking are we talking about numbers or in terms of no, hot. I said no, we're talking in terms of being hot. hot. I just I was talking about records, Bro, record sales. We got to uh, This is one of my problems. Lyrics, this like, is one of my problems. Lyrics? People can never <laughs> This one of my problems is people can never tell the truth about the things they love. Like falling off doesn't mean that a nigga went from being the man to just being in the trash can. But you can have a small fall off if you're not if you go from being no, the number one podcast. You can't have a f- small fall off, dog. Yes, you, you can. can. You can. You can have a you can have a moment. You can have a down swivel. You can have a moment where you're not doing the hottest. Okay, that's just how a that's down how, swivel that's, is still going in a direction. The direction is down. That's not that's falling fall off, off though. That's not falling off. Falling off is literally going from being successful to not being successful. No, it's not. That's your that's your definition of being uh, falling off. That's not mine. Okay, all right. I'm just in, saying. In my de- look, I'm just saying the rock. Let's talk hmm. about the rock real quick. The rock is a Did billionaire, the rock right? Off? Thank you, Cooley. Thank you, Cooley. But look, hmm. The Rock is a billionaire, right? The Rock right? is washed. There's no, listen, there's nothing bro. About, listen. It's not even about listen, being bro. Listen, bro. I'm listening. The Rock is a billionaire, right? The Rock has been a part of some of the most successful franchises that the movie industry has ever seen, from Fast and Furious to Moana. Like, The Rock is box office. He's one of the biggest stars in the world. Has his last couple movies performed the same way his other ones did? No, they haven't. You've said it on this podcast that they haven't. Mm-hmm. So has The Rock fallen off? Of course. Does that mean that The Rock is still not one of the biggest stars I... in the whole fucking world? Of course he is. The Rock is always going to be The Rock. But has he fallen off in the terms rock. of his star power? Absolutely. I that doesn't st- mean that he's rock bottom now. What did I say? What, rock. What, did I say not... what did I say on the last podcast? What did I say on the last podcast? Corey? I don't know, bro. You've been a lot. He, I said The Rock is on a down swivel. Because his last five, because his last five, a movies down swivel were is a fall off. It's not, bro. A fall oh off God. means you're not on anymore, bro. You gotta be on, and then you gotta get off. You fell no. off. That means you're there's not levels. on anymore, bro. There's levels to the fall off, man. There's uh, levels gotta, to a fall off. Who, who makes listen, these listen, rules? Listen, 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 listen. Me, we, nigga. we gotta ask. We gotta ask. <laughs> We gotta ask J Cole, man. We gotta ask J Cole what a fall off is because man, don't even. Uh, I'm, I'm not album the fall off is coming soon. Yeah, it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be fire. It's gonna be fire, man. Because so I just, J Cole, I, man. I definitely think there's levels to a fall off, though. Like the Bloodline storyline, for instance, it's falling off. That doesn't mean I'm not completely interested in it. The minute that Roman Reigns pops up and interacts with Jay Uso or whoever the fuck, I'm gonna be on board again because that's just how fickle wrestling fans are. So it's like. I'm not going to say that the Bloodline storyline has completely fallen off to the point where it's in the gutter, but has it fallen off from where it used to be as far as being the most interesting story in wrestling? Of course it has, man. See, that's where we defer. I think the I think the Bloodline storyline has fallen off completely. There is no storyline. There's nothing. <laughs> There's nothing there. There's nothing there at all. That's how I feel. I don't feel like what? this is a stop-pause thing. I think it's been six months of nothing. It's just no, not, bro. It's not be a year. It's yeah, been a year, year of nothing. Of but nothing. they're also but they're also not building towards anything. It's like exactly. I think Quan. it's over they're with because the anything. Rock now is into the right. picture. So once you, the you Rock is involved, it's like. But they're not. I don't think they're gonna. 
We gonna get to all of the argument. That with they the got rock. to. You we think so? All of the they got to. They have to. Uh, you can't have well, the rock versus head. Roman with no bloodline. Like they got to yeah, be. Because you got to be the head. Yes, you can. I want to see and Jimmy Snuka. And that's what you. That's what up. you want to see, Quan. But see me, I don't believe it. I don't believe any of that's gonna happen. I mean, I've just been. I have been silent about this for a long time. I think they're gonna blow it. I think this is gonna be the oh, worst match of all time. That's just how I feel. I, <laughs> I feel it in my gut. You know, I do. You're potting. I do. You're I'm not. I'm not. I swear to God, bro. And I've been worried about this. I said it last part. I was alluding into it and i thought we'd have a more intelligent conversation between us black brothers but y'all were trying to assure us assure me that everything's gonna be fine the story right okay, so everything's gonna be, it's okay. gonna be okay i don't believe it, bro he not letting it i play think up. the rock <laughs> is gonna come out bro and cut 17 <laughs> terrible promos and we're gonna end up at wrestlemania like what the fuck is this I kind of Are feel we that going way, to Mania? <laughs> hey, if The Rock and Roman finally gets announced for Mania, we going to Mania. I'm not missing no, that. No, we got we got to we got nah, we're going to Mania. The, we're we got to buy the tickets before they announce it. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> like you definitely we not have wrong. to. I got a feeling though, tickets might be cheaper on the day of because a lot of people might I mean, end if up like tickets. I might a lot of people might yeah. might end up being like, yo, that this is a. Uh, this is just too much to pay for, like traveling and hotel room. Bro. I'm just gonna sell these tickets for the low, and that's when I swoop in. Like, yo, give me that, bro. They I gonna sell that. them tickets for it a lot, just because of the yeah. circumstances. Yeah, the rock. Right. I mean, the bro, rock the is the rock crazy. now. The rock was who he was in 2012, but the rock now. I mean, forget about it, yo. I can't believe this man really sat here and said that Adam Knight has not fallen off at least a little bit. That's he crazy, him, man. That's he crazy. Him, but that's just me, though. Like, know? at least in my opinion, there's levels to a fall off because there could be a fall off to where, yo, you used to be the man, but now you 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 still hot, but you're not the man no more because there's other new people that took your spot. Like, Jay-Z was the, the nigga at one point, and then Drake came along, and it's like, all right, Drake is the nigga in hip-hop now. So yes, Jay Z has fallen off from his stature a little bit, but he's still Jay Z at the end of the day. Don't fall off so. from your stature when you're at that level, man. Like you just you th- things happen the way they happen. It's like the natural progression of like. Oh life. my god! People come in. So and has LeBron the- James not fallen off? LeBron James is LeBron James, bro. Like he's not going to be the same character he was. LeBron That's James not a fall off greatest. though. It's not a fall off. It's just a natural okay, progression. So is LeBron James? You know what's a fall player? off? You know what's a real fall off? What? You know it's a real, real, real fall off. What? The, ben the baby. That's a oh, fall off. That's called a fall off. That's called. That's ben going Simmons. from being wow. Look at this guy. He's he's supposed to rival nope. LeBron James to being but, nothing. There's but levels. Ben never was that yeah, he guy. Was he just even worse. Even worse. to be. Even worse. Even worse. Look, there's levels. There's levels to a fall off, bro. Because obviously, year twenty, LeBron James is not going to be the same as Miami Heat prime LeBron James. His talent has fallen off a little bit. Like, gone are the days when LeBron can just come out and control a game for forty eight minutes and win you the game just off his back because he's that good. Like that's LeBron's not that anymore. But at the end of the day, LeBron James is still LeBron James. He's still his numbers. His numbers are still the same. That doesn't mean that he hasn't fallen off from where he used to be, though. He's not. He's still not. He has. LeBron will tell you himself that he's fallen off from where he used to be. LeBron will tell you that he's not who he used to be, but he hasn't fallen off. He's still LeBron James. If he's not who he used to be, that means he's failed. That doesn't. If he's not living in the gray, you living in the gray. You in the middle right now. You know what I mean? Okay. It's one side (laughs) or the other side. You either on or you off. You can either go up or you can go. Down, you know who bro. fell off? Chameleon that fell off. 
You know what I'm saying? He's Relax. not here anymore, and he's gone. Why are you coming there wow. catching strays? Because I just saw him with E40, and it was the most like <laughs> relevant that, thing. That I thought I could that was see, Frank you know? Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why did they say that was Frank Ocean? Why did they do that? Why? Yo, did they also, do that? shout out to you, Chameleon Air Man. Shout out to you. Y'all haven't seen it, man. Legend. It was some Bro, random rap that was Frank Ocean. tweeted a picture <laughs> of E40 and Chameleon Air, and they said it was E40 at the um, Warriors game with Frank Ocean. Yo, Frank do kind of look like Frank Ocean. Frank do look kind of like Chameleon Air with a beard, though. And shout like out to Chameleon Air, Right and Dirty a classic. It is a classic. That whole album is a classic. That's a lot of classics. Man. I'm gonna show you how to get your shine on. Yeah, that? Yep. that was hard. That was hard. But come on, man. Y'all gotta admit, there is levels to falling off. Well, you don't think disagree. so, Cooley? Cooley, is there levels to falling off? Ah, uh, that's that's a tough, that's a tough angle, man. We the only off, point, man. At some point, you can only go one, uh, one or two ways. You can either go up from where you are, or you can go down from where you are. If you're going up from where you were, then that means that you're still rising. If you're going down from where you were, that means you're falling. Like, like, like me personally. I, I, like me personally, I think Drake fell off. But when you look at the numbers, he didn't. He still, he still so sells more than everybody else. Yeah, so it's like. He just don't sell what he used to sell. Because he didn't fall off. That's yeah. why. Yeah, Drake has been. Drake has had literally his album sales decrease since Views. Every single album has been decreasing. He has literally sold the lowest amount of albums from an official album in his first week ever with For All the Dogs. Has he fallen off? No. He's still Drake. Yeah, yeah. Sylvan is just know. saying this because off. I think he fell nah. off. <laughs> Sylvan right, is man. honestly just saying this because he likes LA Knight. And it's hard for Sylvan to tell the truth about the things he likes. I've noticed this about him. He just can't, he can't see the he can't see the truth when it's right in front of him. Uh, he just trying to pod. He just trying to pod. Nah, because it's, it's okay. This it's wasn't okay. about LA Knight. Try to get me, try to get me. If this wasn't about LA Knight, okay. if this was about somebody else that you didn't like. Who else? You would have no. I don't think Cody Rose, I don't think Cody Rose has fallen off. And I don't care for Cody Hell Rose. No. Last time I checked, Cody Rose is your guy. He was your guy. You know what I mean? He was your was. guy. Keyword was, yeah, bro. Was. Keyword was. Keyword was. He has not fallen off. But every single At sign all. has shown him that he's fallen off. The guy is not in the title picture. The guy is going to be in the Royal Rumble and he's going to lose. He's been treading since off. Brock Lesnar. It's definitely it's a not been fall, But he's still not falling off. He's still Cody Rose. show's still built around him. Remember that? It is. It is. And it's going to be built around him because he is the biggest star since John Cena in WWE. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. <laughs> agree to disagree man I can't believe we got that heated about a topic that we pretty much agreed on in the beginning <laughs> we found a way to disagree like, I like it I, rock I it. know right it's the art know, it's right? the sport Woo! it's the sport I just, don't, I, just, I just want y'all to tell the truth man like uh, we don't live in a gray area fall off here, is man. the wrong word maybe fall off just has too much of a negative connotation and that's why people take it the way and they feel like they have to defend it so maybe fall off isn't the right phrase to use but it's like you can't you can't down sit here and swivel. tell me that down swivel is the better word. All right, so down swivel. So definitely, LA Knight is on a down swivel compared to where he was a month yes, ago. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right. he has not fallen Finally. off. All right, but he's on a down okay. swivel. We 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 all agree with that. We all we agree, agree with that. that. Yes, okay, absolutely. okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. As long as we agree with that, then I'm cool. Yes, but I want to know how y'all feel at home, man. Is LA Knight on a down swivel right now? And will he pick back up? I think he will. I think he'll have a tremendous showing in the Royal Rumble. And I'm sure by the time we get to WrestleMania, he'll probably have a match with, like, I don't know, Logan Paul or I'm pretty sure someone. And Paul. he'll win a title, and then we'll be firmly behind him again. But at the end of the day, a lot of guys are hot right now. That's just how wrestling is, for better or for worse. Jay Uso's hot. R-Truth is hot. 
Roman Reigns is still hot. Randy Orton is back and he's hot. And oh my God, CM Punk is the hottest thing since sliced bread. So it's man. like, God, man, you just ridiculous. gotta find, you just gotta find where you fit in and keep it running. CM man. Punk, bro, he really here. Yo, he's right. really here. He's the man, right? And it's crazy because I remember um, Cooley mentioned on this podcast before that LA Knight. He wasn't too comfortable in the spot that he was in because he still had his head on the swivel and he felt like, you yeah. know, my spot can be taken at any given moment. And it's looking like, damn. Yep. Now I get it. Damn, <laughs> Punk. <I get> it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, and The Rock is here. You know, not not to, let's Fuck. not forget. The, the, Rock, Rock bro, the Rock is gonna, <laughs> The Rock could literally like enter the Royal Rumble and win. God like, damn. <laughs> Like, Why is there so many hot motherfuckers in wrestling right now? Hunter, man. And that's who, and you know, The Rock is essentially a part of LA Knight's whole right. thing. So Yo, and like, the Rock, we have The Rock. Man, I also know, I know Punk got to be heated too because The Rock is literally coming back to headline <laughs> WrestleMania again. <laughs> again, bro. Luckily, it's two nights now, though. So, so the Punk will still get his main event. Yeah, but we know yeah. the real main event. Nah, nah, I can let y'all do that because the, the, night, the night one main events are still a thing, man. Like, let's be honest. Like, yeah, night Zane, one last year was fire. Yeah, that was low key better than night two's main oh, event. Oh, yeah, well, we know like, the real main let's event. Let's show some love. Year. But we know what let's the real main love. event is. We know what it hey, is. Hey, man. man. Let's just not, let's not lie to ourselves rock versus roman you can't you can't and apparently that. like cooley said uh <laughs> this shit ain't going down that elimination chamber cooley do be right man hey you be right man you be right dog i'm telling you dog hey maybe jinder mahal is gonna show up and get like a standing ovation because can't handle the jinder right. he said Bro. there was no way this was happening in that chamber and slowly oh it has to be wrestlemania like it mm. just has the rock is just he's he's wrestlemania man I get hey. it. I get it that in Aussie, I get it. Seven seventy thousand people. I get it. But we're gonna be sleep. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. We're gonna be sleep, bro. You're not waking up at three thirty a.m. to watch um, Elimination Chamber. I'm not Absolutely waking up at three thirty a.m. to fix a sandwich. So no. <laughs> right. I'm not working I at three thirty a.m. at all. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Man. Australia though. Australia's gonna be crazy. Just oh, and on his show, on, on his show, on the, on the Young Rock show, he said. Hey, a, a match, match like this only, only, yeah, mm-hmm. it can only take place at WrestleMania. That arena looks crazy, by the way. That arena in um, Australia that they're yes. that they're was doing that's a big ass arena. Jesus, so I arena. know it's gonna look crazy. And right Man. now they've only sold like forty five thousand tickets, and I think that arena can seat like up to seventy. So they still got a ways to go if they trying to. You better it's announce be the rock amazing. or something. They it's better be announce something. Year. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. They might have a yeah, this is match or something too. So you know. <laughs> I just can't believe this is many stars are at the top of WWE. We went from <laughs> Roman Reigns and everybody else to yep. just everybody. Yep. I love hey. it, man. I hey, love Triple it. H. Triple H doing the lowest work, man. But fellas, y'all know what time it is, man. It's time for one of my favorite segments <laughs> of the show because I love going on a journey through wrestling and finding out what's going on in AEW. Yeah, what's going on in WWE? What's going on everywhere? So cool it. Hey man, let's go on that rundown. Hope I can get through this without a cough like last week. But let's get it, man. Let's get it. <clears throat> I mean, I'm ashamed of even saying this topic, y'all. But I'ma read it. Well, Bobby Lashley. Oh. <laughs> and the street profits are now known as the pride. What is that? <laughs> that sounds stupid, like bro. Oh my god, bro. Hey man, I want to ask you guys, man, what is their ceiling with this? Has this faction been underwhelming? What is going on? 
I have no idea where this is going. Quan, <laughs> I want to hear from you, man. I want to hear from you, man. Is Put this me on underwhelming? The spot first? Yes. Is this underwhelming? I want to hear the truth. All right, man. All right, all right, all right. <sighs> pride. <laughs> the pride. So first off, this name is trash, man. Like, what is the name? The pride? <laughs> the pride, bro. Um, should I say pause at the pride? Like, we calling we calling Bobby Lashley and the prophets the pride. Pause. What happened to the suit prophets? What happened to Hurt Business 2.0? Like the pride? We're calling them the pride. I mean, I guess, I guess. Um, has this faction been underwhelming? Yes. Yes, it has. Because when we first got this faction, when I first saw that Bobby Lashley would be teaming with Dawkins and Montez Ford, I really thought that this would be one of them factions. I, I thought Bobby Lashley would be a world champion again. I thought the Profits would be tag team champions. I thought they would be like the new bloodline, just the you black thought- version. And they were just going to dominate. But so far, so I haven't seen none of that from them, man. We saw them in the lackluster ass feud with LWO where they tried to pretend to be heels, but the, the crowd just kept cheering because nobody yeah. bought them as heels. And now they're back as faces teaming with each other versus another group that just debuted that we'll get into next. And it's like, where is this going, bro? This is underwhelming. This is not what I wanted for Bobby. This is definitely not what I wanted for Montez because I feel like Montez Ford is the future of the industry. I feel like Montez Ford could be a future world champion and carry the company on his back at one point because he has all the tools to do it. But in this faction, he has not shown me that yet at all. At all. So, no, I don't like this faction. I don't like the name. I don't like the outfits. Actually, I'm lying about that. They outfits be looking good. They they be looking dapper up there, you know what I'm saying, with the suits and all that. But the pride? Nah, man. Nah. The pride. The pride. That that name is not it. I honestly thought they would been would have been broken up by now. Like, <laughs> Damn. Like you, like, yeah, like you said, Quan, I, I, I pictured Tez... You know, it was I thought it was gonna be like the Rock versus Stone Cold type thing, Tez and Austin Theory or something, right? Something, but they put this faction together and nothing has happened. Cause remember when 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 Tez was in the Elimination Chamber last year, right? He showed out. He went crazy. He went crazy. We all thought like, yo, this is the beginning of Tez's single run. Like they finally yeah. gonna build around Tez as a singles guy, and then it's like, nope, let's throw him in a faction where he can smile and stand to the side. Yeah. What is this? Um, what is this, man? man? Um, uh, I'm gonna let it all play out because they black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he wanna let something play out. I said because they black. I feel it. But to be honest, this faction sucks. <laughs> it does. It stinks. It really does. It really stinks. They don't even have chemistry together. I don't have any type of chemistry. There's no real. I don't even know, like, I don't know what y'all, I don't even, what is the pride? Like, what is that? What, what even is the pride? Like, what is that? It's because you have pride in your, you take pride in yourself. Is that the, <laughs> is that the, is that the angle you're going with? Like the, uh... the, 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 the shtick that you guys are going with? Like, like the pride? Like that, like who buys a t-shirt <laughs> called the pride? <sighs> What in the Lion King is going on? Like here? y'all, y'all suck right now. Get it together. Like do something. Else. Why couldn't this just be a continuation of the hurt business? Like why did we have to do something completely different? Y'all come out in suits for God's sake. Y'all, y'all look more like the hurt business now than y'all did before. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> like, y'all, like, I don't understand what you guys are doing. I don't know what creative is giving y'all. I hope, I, I pray to God you guys didn't come up with this because, man, if y'all did, y'all should just let creative give you guys things because you guys suck. But if this is a creative thing and y'all just got something and y'all got to make it work, then I'm going to let it play Bro. out, man, because y'all, y'all brothers, man, and we want to see y'all win. But right now, y'all suck. And yeah, why is Bobby Lashley the mouthpiece? Like we all know, Bobby Lashley can't talk, and I love Bobby <laughs> Lashley. I love Bobby. Yeah, Lashley. but yeah, he, he can't talk. He has all. He checks every box, but on the mic, he's not that good at talking. Yeah. He's so why over, is he the mouthpiece? He's more like, over than everybody, though. And but still, he ain't got to be the mouth. Like bring back MVP if that's the case. Let MVP. He ain't doing shit. Like Omas ain't been in t- on TV since Barack Obama was the president. Nice. So it's like. Might as well have MVP do something. Have him come with them and be the mouthpiece, or have B Fab. What weren't wasn't B Fab interacting with them at one point for like two Where minutes? Where is B Fab? Where's B Fab? Put B Fab back on TV. Have her be the mouthpiece of this group, because like Bobby Lashley out there cutting promos is just not something that we want to see. We want to see Bobby Lashley be a silent killer. We want to see Bobby Lashley kick ass and take names. Like we don't want to see him out there trying to cut a promo. He be fumbling over his words like yeah. Bobby, that's not his strong suit. You supposed to hide that, bro. Or, Come on, crazy. Like the crazy him, thing he is over. Montez. He over. Yeah, he over. He over. But the craziest thing to me is that Montez Ford is right there next to him, and we all know Montez Ford can do his thing on them sticks. He is the talker of that group. So why not put a microphone in his hands? Why? Why is Bobby Lashley cutting the promos? Cause there's yeah, there's not cause there's nothing here. Let's just let's just let's let's do it. like like all right, all right so let's just, let's just say we put the the put we put the mic in Montez for it and then what and then what and then what now what are we doing like what is the whole what is this faction like there's nothing here what's there's their goal here. even like there's no goal no, there's no there's angle no there's substance. no there's no they just re- they just have suits and they come out and I don't even know I don't even know if their baby faces are heels. I, um, I think they they were heels, they, but yeah, they tried to do faces. the heel. Yeah, they tried to do the heel thing, and nobody bought it. Evolution, like, yeah. Evolution started off rocky. All right, Evolution started off really trash. Hey, Judgment Day did too. So and Judgment Day started off terrible. It started off worse. So y'all got time. The Pride. I mean, change the name <laughs> though, bro. That that name pride, sucks, man. bro. That, that sucks, man. Creative, That's we got it. We got to do better. Use your common sense. Use your sense. common Use sense. Use your common sense, Triple H. <laughs> Come on, man. And now, speaking of uh, other factions, Karrion Cross. We have not said that name <laughs> in 15 years. All right? Yeah, facts. <laughs> he now has his own faction with AOP, Arthur's of Pain. Yes, Will get this it. finally be the thing that put Karrion back on track? Because we have not seen. I think the last time we've seen this guy was at Wally Mania. And that was in <laughs> yep. person. When he passed yep. us and he dapped us up. He had his yep. hoodie on. Yep. <laughs> he was yep. cooling. And I rocks with him. Yeah, cool. man. And, and now he's back. Hey, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm down with this. It, it, the AOP, <laughs> it, it looked dope. It looked dope, man. I don't know. I, I feel like they should have attacked differently on camera because... They missed a lot of cam- uh, camera angles. You know, I'm a camera yeah. guy. We need Bruce Pitcher back. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. We, you know, just playing. But, but not, not Bruce Pitcher. What's his name? Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn. We need Kevin no, Dunn. No, we don't need. We, 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 <laughs> but, you know, I, I I think there's something with this uh, we're going to see. I hope it put him back on track because he's dope. He's a good wrestler. So. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now, bro. This is absolutely not going to put Karrion Cross back on track, man. <laughs> this is not. This is not. 
and I love the authors of pain. AOP when they're out there with uh, they got their manager back by the way. Yeah, um, very fine. I'm, I'm 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 glad that he's back with them. But um, yep. he had the two rings on. <laughs> yeah, that was hard. He had the two rings yeah. with the glove underneath, and then that Scarlet was, was right there. They look good together. Like I'm not gonna lie, authors of pain and carrying cross. It makes sense on TV, and I hope that this does get him back on track. But I don't think it will because I'm gonna just be honest with y'all. This is not carrying cross. This is not him. Like the character that he plays on TV. It's not him. Like, Karrion Cross is really a swaggy nigga in real life. Like, I'm pretty sure he's Dominican or something. He got the long, curly hair. He be wearing iced-out chains and hoodies. Like, yeah, he's real. really that guy in real life. This this dark, evil character that they have him playing is just, it's not him for real. And I don't buy it. When I see it on TV, I see him cutting the promos in the dark, trying to be like Raven. And it's like, I feel you. I see what you was trying to do. I see where you're trying to take us. But that's not you, bro. You really a swaggy Dominican in real life, bro. So be that, be that on TV. And until you are that, like I don't think that I can really buy you as this evil dark character. But I hope I'm wrong because I do like Authors of Pain, and I'm glad to see them back. I'm glad to see more tag teams because we definitely need more tag teams. But oh, he's Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican. I, what I call oh, him wow. Dominican. I call him Dominican. Oh, wow. My bad. I don't know. Carrying Cross to the Dominicanos. But yeah, Carrying Cross is. Um, Dominican man, he he really a swaggy Dominican in real life. He ain't this evil emo Raven character that they're trying to make him be. So until we get the real Carrying Cross, I don't think people are gonna really buy it. Raven got one of the best pictures ever. I feel like authenticity sells right in wrestling. Like when you feel like a character is being authentic to who they actually are in real life, I feel like we cheer for them more. Like we like LA Knight because what LA Knight does out there, it seems authentic. Like the whole yeah and the way he carries himself, it just the, the Timberland boots with the tight jeans. It just seems like that's who he really is in real life. Now I don't know if that's true, but yeah. I can buy it as him being him. So that's why we got behind LA Knight. When I see Karrion Cross out here cutting promos in the dark with the with the little the the, the hourglass, it's like yeah. nigga, this ain't you, bro. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. I like it. I think they look good. Um, I like the presentation. I like AOP with uh with Carrion. I like I like that they got their manager back. I think they look like a big deal. Um, I've never personally had a problem believing in Carrion Cross's <clears throat> character or gimmick. I just think that his booking sucks. And like, granted, right? Like he was supposed to have like this big interaction with Bray. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. Before he passed, you know what I mean? But he just really has not had an opportunity to show what he could do, in my opinion. And um, I hope that he gets that opportunity now. I think that's what it I think all these things come down to opportunities and showing what you can do, man. And um, if you don't get that opportunity, if you don't get a real opportunity to show what you can do, then it's always going to be a what if, man. So I think they look good. Um I think they look dangerous. Like I, I, <laughs> I could, they look so like they oh, this is yeah. crazy. Like who are these guys? So Hunter, book them right, man. Like make those guys savages. Don't treat them like the pride, man, and have them out here just doing nothing. Like treat right. them right. Yeah, hopefully we'll see some, man. We'll see some. Let me see some. Shout out, shout out to AOP and Karrion. Yo, let's talk about the Bucks, man. The Young Bucks, AEW, man. They, these these guys came back looking like painters, okay. They came back with their mustaches looking like painters. <laughs> At the end of this week's Dynamite, the Bucks returned and confronted Sting and Darby Allen, which likely means that this will be Sting's final opponent. 
Oh, why you laugh, man? What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm are laughing at Selden, Bucks, bro. <laughs> are the Young Bucks the right choice to retire Sting? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to let you take that, Selvin. Yeah, Selvin. Hey, how you feeling about that, man? The Young Bucks retiring Sting. Young Bucks is that, retiring Is that what Sting. you always envisioned for Sting's last match? The Young Bucks. And if you don't think so, who do you think <laughs> would retire Sting? I don't know what I would have done for Sting's last match ever, but it's not this. I'll tell you that right now. Um, oh God, um, bro, how old are the Young Bucks? Like, like they gotta be like uh, like twenty eight or something like that, right? Nah, they they gotta be like thirty something. I think the Young Bucks are fantastic, man. Um, thirty eight, thirty four. I think the Young Bucks are fantastic. This is no slight on them. Um, I know that in AEW's mind, this makes sense because of Darby Allen and Sting being, you know, basically joined to the hip since, right. you know, for the past three to four years. And the Young Bucks are the number one tag team, basically, in the company. What a way to go out. Then our top guys. Um, I hate that this is going to be Sting's last match. I right. think it's absolutely terrible. Like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see seven hundred super kicks. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to see it. I don't. Sure, if that's what. If that's if Sting is okay with it, then cool. I mean, I I've seen. <laughs> right. I've seen worse. Right. I've seen. I've seen Kurt Angle have his last match against <clears throat> Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, bro. Like I watched. That's insane. About that. I saw him have his retirement match against Baron Corbin, bro. Like I so, know all about that. So if Sting wants to retire against the Young Bucks, then I mean, it's not the worst thing I've seen. I I, I want better for the guy, but you know, whatever, you know. Whatever. Whatever. I mean... I won't be watching. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I mean, Sting, he's... Who's he going to fight? I mean, we could have had Sting versus Goldberg or... I don't want to see like Goldberg WC. hurt Sting. I do. On oh, I, I, would mu- I would much <laughs> rather see Sting versus Goldberg than to see Sting. Because it would make sense. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, there's the WCW but ties. There's a- if it would have made sense, he would have picked them. He picked the Young Bucks. He picked them. <sighs> Yeah, he so, did. Yes. And I, okay, you know, Tony, the thing, Tony, a lot of these Tony. wrestlers don't have taste, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> at some point, you can't let the wrestlers pick everything, bro. You got to be an owner. You got to be a booker. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure if if Roman Reigns could pick who he defends the title against, he would he would go out there and have a banger on SmackDown with goddamn Carmelo Hayes or some shit. But it's up to Triple H to be in the back and go, you know what? That's not best for business right now. We're trying to build towards this because this makes more sense at this time. So we're going to do that instead. Like at some point, if you're the booker or the person in charge, you got to have, you know, the balls to stand up to somebody like Sting and say, hey, this is what we're going to do to close out your career. Now, maybe... Tony Khan actually did want this. Maybe Tony Khan was cool with the Young Bucks versus Sting and Darby Allen. But to me, this is not a match that makes sense. I'm sure Sting wants it, and if Sting wants it, then so be it. But that's not something that I want to see. For a retirement match with Sting, one of the biggest stars in wrestling history, I would rather see somebody that he has like a storied history with 
I would even be cool with seeing Sting go one-on-one with the person that he wants to, like, pass the torch to. So maybe Sting versus Darby Allen or something. And then he loses, puts Darby Allen over. Like, I don't want to see Sting in a tag team match with the Young Bucks. Facts. And I'm sure the match is going to be good because the Young Bucks are really good at wrestling. And so is Darby Allen. Sting, it, he might not be he, who he used to be, but he he's still passable out there. He can still go out there and do his thing. So I'm sure the match is going to be good. But for a retirement match, this is not really... It's not it, got, man. Who you guys think had like the best final retirement match out of the like you know the goats? <sighs> you know Hulk Hogan went out against Randy Orton. Who? I mean, oh, I wasn't mad at that. I wasn't yeah. mad at that. Uh, so for me, the greatest retirement match ever, even though it that's it wasn't really a retirement match because the the dumbass nigga came back and still wrestled afterwards, but. The greatest retirement match to me was mm-hmm. Ric Flair versus HBK Shawn Absolutely, Michaels. 100%. Man. So that was like the perfect way to end your career. HBK saying, I love you before he hits the super kick. Like, that was incredible. And, like, Ric Flair obviously messed that up by returning and wrestling yeah. over and over. I, I want to say he went to TNA and started wrestling, like, maybe a month after this happened. Literally, so it was like, bro. Literally. <laughs> so it was like, what? But other than that, that was one of my favorite retirement matches. And then... Uh, Stone Cold was 03, right? Yeah. The Rock. That was his Yeah, match. but then he also had the Kevin Owens match, which was also a good way to go out. If that's if, if that's going to be really our last match of seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was a good opponent because Kevin Owens has been using the stunner for like what, 2 years now? So it, it just yep. it made sense. It made yeah. sense, but uh the Young Bucks, Young Bucks versus <laughs> <laughs> I will not be tuning in. Like what is this? This this will be comparable to like The Rock coming back to retire, right? So The Rock's retirement match is going to be The Rock and Jay Uso versus Austin Chad, Theory and Grayson Waller. And Otis. <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, bro, this come is your on, retirement man. match, bro. Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. You're really going to retire to Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. I hate it here. <sighs> well, what's up with Sting? Hey, man? man, Sting, Sting, you're a legend. You're a goat. Um, hey, we saw him two months ago, right? Yeah, we saw we him. Sure we sure did. Mm-hmm. That was dope. He was out uh, there stinking it up. He was, man. He's <laughs> damn near 70 years old, man. So I'll give him that. But, wait. Uh, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Do y'all remember the story? I forget which booker it was in WCW, but apparently it was a white booker. It might have been Crockett or something. It was a white booker, and he had an idea for Farouk to become the black version of Sting, and it was going to call him Stang with an A. S-T-A. Stang. Yeah, that was was like mid-90s. Bro, that is so racist, bro. Like, what the hell? He's going to make you a black version of Sting, but we're going to call you Stang. 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 Because he's always been like, damn. (laughs) Stang. That would have been hilarious. It would have been yeah. hilarious. I ain't even gonna lie. That'd have been hilarious. Yeah, man. But uh, we're not gonna be tuning into that match thing. But you're I'm sure I'ma still tune in just because you know it's AEW. It's sick. That's why. No. Sick. You man. know. You know what we're not tuning in on? What? Hardy matches. Let's talk about the Hardy real quick. <laughs> Jeff Hardy has been shading AEW. <laughs> I love them, man. I love them, man. Yikes. So it makes me. It makes me. Upset when certain things happens, you know, with them. <clears throat> Jeff Hardy conceives he's been shading AEW a lot on I on Instagram. 
Uh, he says he won't be appearing on Dynamite because they're stuck on Rampage. That's where they yeah. belong. They lucky yeah, this man. where they belong. Yeah, man. They don't even belong on there if we're keeping it honest. <laughs> they belong on AEW Dark YouTube. Do they, so you guys don't agree that they deserve more? Hell no, nah, man. It's the... <clears throat> I think they should be right. loose. Okay, damn, I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna lobby for them to lose their job, bro. Come on, man. That's that's just foul. That's super foul. They're pissed right now. I mean, we gotta be honest. We were talking about fall offs earlier in this podcast, right? Did LA Knight fall off? Did this person fall off? Did that person fall off? We do all agree that the Hardys have fallen off, right? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And that is no slight towards them. They are one of the greatest tag teams that we've ever seen. One of my favorite tag teams of all time. Matter of fact, I would say Jeff Hardy is probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Just from, you know, the, the swantons off ladders and the image with the colorful hair and the stockings on the arm. Like, I loved all that. So I could never take that away from them. But they aren't that anymore. It's 2024. They're both, like, what, 50 years old? At some yeah. point, you just got to figure out when to sit down, man. Like, I get that you would love to be more involved, but this is a young man's game, man. Let's let's pave the way for the future. Let's put the future on TV. Let's put the present on TV. We don't need to keep revisiting the past prime old heads, especially not AEW, man. That's not what I want from AEW. I watch AEW to see AEW. I don't watch AEW to see what I used to see in WWE. So, no, the Hardys don't deserve more. They should be on Rampage. They should be happy they're on Rampage. Because the I, alternative to that is what? Being on WWE main event? Yeah. Not the main event. I'm talking about the actual show. WWE yeah, the show. main event <laughs> that comes on Peacock and nobody watches. Like, what's the alternative, man? Be happy that y'all even on Rampage. Look, man. The Hardys should be on Sunday Night Heat. And I say this because. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, lo- I love the Hardys. I love the Hardys, man. I wholeheartedly think that they should have been retired by now. And we're seeing their ring work. We're seeing how it's going, <laughs> and it's not good at all. So at I mean, all. I understand Jeff Hardy's frustration that he he's still trying to force himself to wrestle, so he wants to get that TV shine. But bro, it's 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 a dub, bro. Keeping in the bing stock, it's always it's done. Retired, man. Right. You had a you had a great career. You and your brother, man. But it's. You guys don't deserve more. I'm sorry to say. They shouldn't be wrestling. Sorry. Like, they shouldn't be wrestling. Like, they shouldn't be in a company at all. Like, unless it's on, like, something. Like, unless they're just backstage roles and they're helping other talent, like, they should not be in that ring, man. They are they are washed. And um, yeah, they're, and they're embarrassing themselves, man. Um, So, I, I mean, and, and also, man, like, you know, Jeff, like, let's just keep it a stack, man. Like, Besides your terrible in ring work, like you know, we know what time it is with you, man. And it's been it's been like that for a long time, and you have not really improved. So, unless you guys are doing something backstage or um, you guys are helping other talent, I don't think you guys need to be in the company. Um, or unless you guys go back to doing what you're doing before, which was you know stage matches and theatrical and more theatrical production. I think that's more up your guys' alley than what you guys are doing right now. You don't need to be in a, need to be in the ring being competitive. That's just me, though. Yeah, man. yo. So we were talking about retirement and the right way to go out. What would be the right way for the Hardys to go out? The right way for the Hardys to go out would be against the Bucks. 
Yeah, but see, that it, makes more sense, right? That would make more sense. The Bucks versus the Hardys? Yeah, that, that would suck. That match would suck. But it would be the best way for them to go out. Nah, man. They got to go back to WWE and go out against Pretty Deadly. <laughs> oh, hilarious. WWE Honestly. never bringing them back, man. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like there is really no need for a retirement match, to be honest. Like, I feel like if you're going to retire, just hang it up. Just go no. into the Hall of Fame or, like, you know... Go in the ring, cut a long promo about how you know you've been doing this for X amount of years, and it's time to wrap it up. Leave your boots up. in the ring, and then wrap it up. Like you ain't got to have a retirement match and put somebody over on the on the way out. I feel like we like to see that as wrestling fans, but that's not really necessarily the way you have to go out. Like I, I'm sorry for going back to Sting, but it's like Sting don't have to go out there and put on a retirement match with the Young Bucks. Sting could just say, "I'm retiring. It's been fun." And then dip. And then we'll Facts. love him forever. Yeah. Facts. But, you know, wrestlers and their egos. You know how right. they go. Yeah. So. They want to go out. Yeah, go out with a bang. Yeah. So, bang. Let's talk, let's talk bang, about... Bang. Uh, let's talk about this new wrestler, Shit like that. <laughs> Shit like that. Let's talk about Gable. Let me make sure I say his last name right. Gable. Steveson. Steveson. Not Stevenson? Not, not Stevenson. <laughs> Steveson. Which 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 are Apple iPhones correct to Stevenson, which is <laughs> yeah, hilarious. That's the way it's but supposed to be. Gable Stevenson. Yo, he's been wrestling dark matches. Have y'all have y'all been seeing that on Twitter? Nope. This guy has I been have. wrestling dark matches on SmackDown. I and have. he's been getting booed out the that's, building. <laughs> that's crazy. That's insane. That's foul, bro. That's so foul, that's crazy. man. God damn. That is that's cold, man. You, do you guys think WWE should give up on this guy? Or should we just let it play out? Because it's it's. I think. Oh, all right, man. look. I think the general consensus around Gable Stevenson is that he is an Olympic champion that is that feels he's above the sport in the worst <coughs> way. Like when you looked at someone like Kurt Angle, right? Kurt Angle mm-hmm. positioned himself as someone who was a who was an Olympic gold medalist and was the best at wrestling. And he didn't necessarily feel like he was better than the WWE, but he felt like he was just the best of all time because of what he's mm-hmm. done. Steveson, he doesn't have any real character work, but immediately his first match, it made it, he his performance felt as if he didn't care. And it didn't help that you had WWE officials like Booker T who called it out, who said, mm-hmm. yo, he looks like he doesn't, take this seriously he looks like he doesn't really want to be here that's been the general consensus um amongst people so i think people are just looking at gable as if he's someone who doesn't really care to be here he's just someone who feels he's above this because he is who he is and he's done what he's done and that's the plight that he has to overcome i don't think they need to over they need to cut their losses but i do think i do think they need to um decide how they're going to utilize the natural heat that he's gotten and mm-hmm. play it and play into it. If, if And quite honestly, like play it into character. If you already have this natural heat, then let him be that guy who's just like, I don't need to be here. This is simple for me. <laughs> I've won right. real wrestling thing. I'm a gold medalist. I'm this, I'm that I'm better than Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle couldn't wash my boots. Like get it, get more heat, make him more hateable, right. you know? So that's how I feel. Yeah. I think I agree with that. Like you got to, at some point, he's going to have to embrace the hate because it's clear that WWE wants him to be a baby face. And it's also clear that the fans are just not going to cheer for him ever. They're going to yeah. boo whenever he's on that screen. So at some point, they got to pivot with him, embrace the hatred, make him a Hill character, or else it's just going to be a disaster. Like it's been up to this point. Yeah. Um, 
it's crazy to me how other guys on those nil nil deals is that what that's what it's called right the nil deals. nil it's crazy to me that other guys on those deals have gone on and do so much great things meanwhile he is like the first big signing of that nil contract and he has done absolutely nothing because look at obafemi i don't know i don't know if we're, we were going to get to obafemi on this um rundown but He's another young guy who was on that NIL deal, and now he is the North American champion. <laughs> After just yep. four weeks, he's the North American champion. Yeah, he I already has that. shown us more than what Chad – or Chad Gable. He's already shown us more than what <laughs> Gable Stevenson – I'm sorry, Chad is the real Gable. <laughs> the real I'm saying, Gable. But, right. But he's already shown us more than what Gable Stevenson has showed us in four years. So it's like at some point he needs to really figure out, is this what he wants to do? Because if it's not – you know, it's go go do something else then. Because his yeah, brother, man. like Gable Stevenson's brother, people forget, his brother is also a part of the NXT roster, and his brother is doing his thing. His yeah, brother yes, is a sir. part of uh, um, William Regal's son and Drew Gulak's, like, group. I think the quarter catch crew or whatever. Like, his brother's a part of that, and he's doing his thing. He's actually showing us that he might have potential staying, like, long in this wrestling game. And it's like... How are you getting outshined by your little brother? Come on. Come on, Gable Stevenson. Do better, bro. Do better. Yeah, man. I said it before. It, it, it just feels like he has one one foot in, one foot out. He's he's married to the you know pro wrestling. So yeah. he got to do better. Or if he's not going to go off script and go crazy and turn hill, then pack it up. Pack you gotta it go up. Hill. Get up you got to go hill. You got to go hill. Why do y'all think he's in these dark matches though? Like, y'all think WWE is trying to give him some more work, or is they like testing the waters to see if he got it? I think I think they really I think they really believe in him, um, and I think they want him to be on the main roster. I really do. Like I don't think they want him to do NXT. Um, I think they want to. I think they want to push him to the moon. Um, but it's like, bro, you you guys gotta. You guys kind of got to figure out what you're going to do with him. And so I think these dark matches are a way of trying to, like, test out, okay, well, how will SmackDown respond to him? You know, because it's going to look really worse. It's going to look really bad with him going to NXT and kind of trying to be something other than what he's been. I feel like his first introduction in NXT was kind of like a stain. It was so bad. It was really bad. It was horrible. It was really horrific. And that became – I don't think he can walk back in that building, honestly. Um, and it's a small, we forget NXT is a small centralized building and largely that audience is like the same audience, the same people come, the same people support, and they're going to decide who he is, whether we like it or not. Um, but these dark matches are a way for people, for them to kind of figure out, okay, how can he exist outside of that? So that's my, that's the only thing I can assume. He was out there with a right opponent. Yeah. So Gable Stevenson, you gotta you gotta do something, brother, man. We rooting for you. Facts or Facts. don't, and that's you know what I'm saying? shit. You know, you know, not <laughs> or, 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 or don't, don't. like, bro. We got, we, bro. There's so much popping right now, dog. We don't really need you like that. So, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> yo, we if really you're a young dog. wrestler, if you're a young wrestler and you got one foot in, but you also got one foot in it into other things, I need y'all to choose up right now because you got to realize right now wrestling is hot. Like it's so hot, it's hot baby. There's so much competition on that roster, and it's like if you got one foot in and one out, you are gonna get lapped like immediately. Because we can tell as wrestling fans, we can tell when your heart really ain't in this. So we are gonna move on to the next person whose heart is in it. So it's like, 
Figure it out. That's a fuck. Figure it out. That's a finac. That's all I got for the rundown, brothers. That's all Shoot. I got. Appreciate you, my brother. And again, shout out to Obafemi, man. Shout out Obafemi. He was our black wrestler of the week last week, and <laughs> this nigga went on and won the title like immediately. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I know. Yeah. I know. We about to get into the segment, Quan. Uh huh. You know this is crazy. I, I know we about to get into it. I know what he about to say. Look, I'm sorry. This might be the first time. To say. You, you know what I mean? But <laughs> you, you want to give it to him again? I'm just saying, bro. Like, yo, like he just won. Like, come on, bro. Like, who? Like, dog. Like, it's. I'm. I mean, just come on. Like, I mean, who else? Like, look, I'm not saying who else, right? Obviously, we can honor a lot of people, but man, like we were just talking about this guy last week, giving him his right. flowers, like showing him love so much so that I even I dropped. It. I was like, bro, you know what? You're right. And the fact that he won <laughs> the championship the week later, it's like, bro, I got to give it to this guy again. It was like, like two days. It was two days after two we days dropped. later. Yeah, like bro, like, like, like bro, yo. like who, like we gotta give it. Well, at least I'm nominating to give it to him again. I feel you. I, well, I guess we should just get into it then. This is our Black Wrestler of the Week. Um, we like to give our flowers to Black wrestlers, both past and present. And it looks like Sylvan is nominated to Obafemi. I am. And honestly, I'm not mad at it. Like he, <laughs> he just won the North American Championship. His his fourth match in WWE. I mean, I was gonna nominate Trinity. I know, I know we gave it to Trinity before. I want to say she was our first Black Wrestler of the Week. Her and yeah. Leo Rush was like co-Black Wrestler of the Week. But I was going to nominate her again just because I feel like I can't sing her praises enough. She she kind of gets – people forget about her a lot. Like when it comes to her and Mercedes, Mercedes was probably the more popular of yeah. the two. And because of that, I feel like Mercedes' name dominates the headlines. And we, we kind of forget about Trinity sometimes. And a lot yes. of people criticized her decision of going into Impact. I even sat here and criticized her decision, but it looks like it was a great decision. She over there killing on Impact right now. Yeah, and she's a, the face. She, she is, the, is face. the face of Impact. She's had some incredible matches. I think she has a match with Jordan Grace this weekend at uh, TNA Hard to Kill. And it's sounding like she might be on the way back to WWE. That's what the latest rumor is. Um, so I just wanted to get, sing my praises towards Trinity, but if y'all fellas want to give it to Obafemi for the second week in a row, I'm not mad at that because he looked like Wale with muscles. The nigga say he 22. He look about he he look about 38 years old. But like, yo, he can go, man. That dude, he's gonna be a big star. Yeah, he's gonna be a big star. So I'm I'm not mad if it's it's ultimately Cooley's decision. Sure enough, is I say Trinity, but I'm not mad if you want to give it to the boy Obafemi. Yeah, I'm nominating him again, man. It's a tie, man. We giving it to both of them, okay? Facts. Listen, Let's get it. Listen, Facts. man. You you know how I feel about the whole Trinity situation, man. Yeah, you love I'm Trinity. Always give her her, I'm always give her her flowers. She's right. dope. And I hate that the fact that the Mercedes stuff overpowered her, man. Cause yeah, like it overshadows her. And she's over, dog. Like, she's she's going crazy, man. Like... Like, let's praise her work that she's doing right now instead right. of trying to see what the hell Mercedes got going and who she's going with. And, ooh, ooh like, bruh, like, come on, man. Trudy right. doing big things. And Oba Femi, my God. I, he's older than me. I don't care what nobody <laughs> says. That guy is older than me. <laughs> like, he's older than me. Uh, he's doing his thing, man. He's got the, the nigga belt. Uh, right now, I, I like that. <laughs> it's definitely the nigga belt. <laughs> All the brothers get it's that belt. Show. Every <laughs> nigga belt. Carmelo Hayes, Yo. Wesley, Leo, Velveteen Yo. Dream, Leo Rush. 
Who else, bro? That's real. that's the nigga belt. Yeah, bro. Everybody get that belt. So um, I love it, man. I love seeing these, you know, these brothers, these sisters prospering. Um, it's a beautiful thing to see, and I want to see uh, what the future holds for Oba, Oma. What's his name? Oba, 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 Oba. Femi. Oba, Oba Femi. We'll see if Trinity comes back to the set. We'll see. Oh, I hope yeah. she does. Me hey, and look, names. quiet is kept. I hate to say it, like, and I'm not trying to put two sisters against each other, so I hope it don't come off that way. But let's just put it like this: Trinity, aka Naomi's post WWE career, it's been a lot better than a lot of other people's. It I'll has. put it like that. I'll put it like that. She she's doing her thing. Yeah, man. She's doing her thing. So shout out to Naomi, aka Trinity. Hope you come home soon. And shout out to Oba Femi, 22 years old, phenom out here, man. She'll be bro, back he, because Mercedes is back. So, do we notice though? We don't know. Yeah, but look at bro, Roxanne. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. She, she Roxanne back, did man. her move, bro. Yeah, Roxanne did her move, bro. Did, that's one of the bank statement. I text the chat. Yep, I text the it. chat. I'm like, bro, I'm so like, I'm so. Yeah. She did and the bank statement. They, uh, they updated the little her little um bio just like they did CM Punk. It's right. <laughs> they did. I saw that. And they took her song off Apple Music. Oh, they took it off. Bro, they took her song off album music. Maybe, hey, Coolie be right, man. Like we said, Bro. Coolie be right. I don't know, But I feel man. like the rumor the rumor is that she's going to AEW, though, ain't it? Ain't that still the rumor? That's a rumor. Yeah, that's a rumor. I mean, we're going to see, man. I don't think so, though. <laughs> hey, I guess we'll see, man. But shout out to Naomi. Shout out to Sasha, a.k.a. Mercedes. Shout out to Oba Femi. Shout out to all my black wrestlers. Now I'm saying. Now, fellas, it's time. Time for the packs. Yeah, boy. The pack up, pack them up awards where we pack up the most infamous things in wrestling this week. I know who oh, I want to yeah. pack up this week. I got to pack up. Okay, first off, before I, before I get into it, I just want to say I love Lexis, Lexis, Lexis King, man. I like what Lexis King is doing right now. He just had a match with um, Dragon Lee on NXT. It was pretty good. And this is a guy who I did not like at first. Back when he was Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. In AEW, I just I did not see it. I did not see it at all. I thought he was garbage. But right now in NXT, the way they're presenting him, his entrance with the king chair and the way it slides across the ramp, and then like the ring work that he's putting in, I I'm firmly behind Lexus King at this point. I think Lexus King is gonna be a big deal in pro wrestling, which is why it pains me to have to sit here. And pack up Lexus King, but my brother, who the hell is your barber, bro? Oh man! Listen, man, can we get a picture of Lexus King's beard on the screen? Just somebody Google Lexus King beard. It's a terrible. Whoever is shaping this nigga's beard up is doing a terrible job, man. He he be out here. (laughs) What is this, yo? He be out here looking like he be having the bat logo on his chin. It's bad. Like he. Bro, he's definitely getting his hair cut by Dominicans or something. Like that's hilarious. I don't know bro. who is cutting think, his hair. I think he's purposely doing that though. He for sure is purposely be. doing it. Yeah. And bro, the Beijing, the Beijing they be putting in my man's beard. He look crazy. He look like <laughs> loving hip hop era Joe Budden right now. Like what? What are we doing, Lexus King? You are incredible. You are very talented. I think you're gonna go far. But yo, these beards, bro, you got to be stopped. Somebody got to stop this man. <laughs> that's like, hilarious. Whoever the bro. barber is in NXT. They doing this boy wrong. The beard is Sheesh. like the rock hair, head line, hairline back in like oh. He got the Carlos Boozer on his face. Yeah, man. Sheesh. It's really bad. Yeah, it's bad. 
Man, you know who I'm packing up, man. Oh, yeah, we know. You know what I mean? We know. Packing up the pride. Oh, <laughs> plot twist. <laughs> I thought it was going to say Tony Khan. Me too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I am officially not packing up Tony Khan for 2024. The rest of the year, he's not getting Ask packed up. Cap. We're going to see how long this lasts. Dock this moment right now. What's today's Dock date? Dock it. What Corey Hogan said? January 12th. That's, That's a, a cap. cap. <laughs> Mark it, yo. January 12th. Mark it, man. Mark it. I am not packing up Tony Khan. He does not deserve my pack-ups anymore. You know, he packs up himself. Um, The pride, man. You guys stink. Look, I'm sorry. Like you guys, you guys, you guys are embarrassing me right now, man. Like, like Montez Ford, I think you are a future WWE Hall of Famer. Angelo Dawkins, I think you are the most underrated wrestler of all time. Currently speaking to this day, the way the things you can do in that ring are absolutely amazing, especially for your size and your charisma is unmatched. Bobby Lashley, obviously, it goes without saying that you are one of the most decorated WWE superstars, wrestlers in general. Um, and it pains me that with all this potential, y'all just managed to come together and stink. I mean, my God, like, what are y'all doing? And I- I've already been upset with y'all in this beginning because y'all didn't have a name for like three months and y'all were wearing suits and just losing every match. But now y'all are called <laughs> the pride and there's nothing about this that I'm proud of. It's absolutely horrendous. I think y'all need to go back to the drawing board. Y'all need to do something. Because it's not working out for me, pal. Now, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You know, every faction starts off terrible from time to time. I don't think there's one faction that started off amazing, besides maybe the bloodline. Maybe. That's it. Maybe. But every faction starts off Rocky Road. But, man, y'all, man, that name is terrible. That is the worst name I've heard (laughs) for a faction in a long time. Right. It's definitely been worse. But this is terrible. So wait, wait, wait. But maybe, maybe they're gonna be on some Black Pride stuff. Like maybe they're gonna which come is out even worse. Which is Africa even or... <laughs> which is even worse, bro. That's which is even worse. In that case, it's like y'all might as well just call yourself Black Excellence or something. Like, dude, like, <laughs> like that's your whole gimmick, anyways. Well, y'all come out in suits. I mean, like, but you know, uh, WWE can uh, they can't trademark Black Excellence. They can trademark the Pride though. What was wrong with the Hurt Business, y'all? Like, it's not like the Hurt Business had ran its course. Like, it hadn't ran its course at all. It was just getting started. There was DX before uh, with Shawn Michaels in China. And then there was DX with Triple H, Badass Billy Gunn, Road Dog. I mean, come on, man. Like, X-Pac, like, there was a whole other DX that was arguably better than the original. So Yeah, but, but Triple H was like, I feel like... So the Hurt Business is not the Hurt Business without MVP. If MVP is not involved, it's not the Hurt Business. Because there were there were when they started that group, there were literally segments of MVP going around black sta- backstage to like random black wrestlers and giving giving them his card and just being like, yo, whenever you done with like tap dancing and all that bullshit, call me. I got something I'm planning. So it's like MVP really created that. So they can't just shift that over and it's like, oh, Bobby Lashley and these new niggas are the hurt business. It's like, no, if MVP's not involved, then it's not the hurt business. Well, they should have brought MVP part. Because as far as I'm concerned, this sucks. This is terrible. I am not Thanks. invested in this at yeah, it all. Sucks. And y'all have no direction, y'all have no angle, y'all have no nothing. So I'm packing y'all up, man. Damn. Yikes. Like that. Y'all my brother, yeah. so like I gotta that. be extra y'all my brother, so I gotta be extra hard on y'all. Pause. Like that. Super pause. 
Just like that. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, oh God. I am packing up the Hardys, man. Ugh. I'm packing up the Hardys. That was a yeah. terrible spot Woo! that I saw this P-U. week. You. <laughs> oh my God. Jeff missed the mark. First of all, Matt got down to on his knees like very slow. So slow. Jeff missed a mark and I don't know, man. <laughs> tried to jump off his back and fail. Bro, it's yeah, terrible, man. Oh, uh, it's 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 such it's pain. It brings me pain, man, because I, 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 I saw how these guys came up, man, how they used to work work the ring when I was a kid, man, and just to see them wash is just it's upsetting. But hey. it boys is what mad. it is, man. The times, they are a-changing. Yeah. They're mad. They're on Rampage, bro. They want to be on Dynamite. They want to take all that talent over to Dynamite so we can watch them on national TV fall off each other's backs. They bought you on purpose so that yeah, they man. can get dropped. <laughs> like Sabu used to do? Yeah. <laughs> so Sabu. Sabu said he used to botch on purpose just to get the crowd to pop. Like This nigga would jump to the top rope and fall off just to get the crowd to pop. Like That's That so was crazy, a sick bro. man. man. <laughs> hey, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal Sabu. He was him. Mm. But yeah, man, that's all I got for y'all with these packups, man. Um, shout out to the Hardys. Shout out to the Pride. Uh, <laughs> the Pride. The Pride. And definitely shout out to Lexus King. But uh, that beard got to go. The Hardys botching got to go. And that name, the Pride, man, you got to pack that up. Get it out of here, man. Fellas, before we get out of here, man, I got to ask y'all. I got to ask y'all. WWE announced it. Love and WWE is coming to Hulu. Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Are y'all gonna watch? Are y'all gonna watch Love in WWE? I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna tell <laughs> you gonna in. watch that shit. Look, look, look. I'm not. I'm not a reality. I'm not a reality person, show person. But you know, I I want to see what my brother and my sister, you know, getting into. You know, and yeah, I, feel I feel like you. I feel like this is gonna open up a path of non wrestling fans to become wrestling fans. More yeah. So, more so the women. More, more so the women. But this is dope. I be watching the Kardashians. I'm, like, oh, I'm definitely about to tap in. Let's Total Divas did it. Oh no! Oh, you're sick. You yeah. are a sick individual. You're sick man. You are a very sick individual. Um. Yeah man. Yeah. I, get, right I guess I'll watch it. Why not? I mean, it's kind of corny, and I'm sure it's gonna be hella scripted because all those reality TV shows be hella scripted. Hell but man. um, it might do a lot of good for wrestling, like Cooley said, man. Total Divas opened up. A whole new lane for WWE. There's so yeah. many girls or women now, excuse me, who tap in with WWE and their introduction to WWE was total divas and total yep. bellas. Mm-hmm. So it's like WWE is about to get a whole new audience with this, especially two <laughs> black young wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That's, that's niggas. WWE is for niggas. You <laughs> can look, but you can't. <laughs> Pause. But, um, yeah, man, WWE is about to go after that young black demographic, and I'm here for it. I want to see it. I want to see it. So shout out to Montez Ford and um, Bianca Belair, her beautiful self. I will be tapped in Facts. for love and WWE. Facts. I wonder, though, I wonder, is this going to be centered around them, or is this going to be like all relationships in WWE? Because we also got Ricochet and Samantha, and then in NXT, everybody fucking each other down there. So it's like... Yo, it's crazy out there, them. bro. It's is it just them? In NXT. I think it's just them. Hey, NXT is looking like... Looking nasty. We'll get into that on another time, though. <laughs> this has been Wrestling with the Homies. I want to appreciate y'all for tapping in, man. If you haven't already, make sure you like this video and subscribe. 
Turn those post notifications on because you don't want to miss when we go live. And we out of here until next week, man. This is Wrestling with the Homies. I had a hard time getting through this podcast because I had to cough, but I held it in because I love y'all. And I didn't want to hear, I didn't want y'all to hear me coughing all into this microphone.